Good evening, one and all. Welcome to Anything But A One podcast. My name is Twelfthman. I'm here as always because I'm the one who knows the key to open the top of the well that we all climb in in order to record on spooky nights such as this. <laughs> uh, it's episode 41. Who else is with me here today? Uh, Matt Nightwing here as generally always. And Merrick as mostly always. As mostly always. Yeah, we don't have a Nazgob. He's decided to go off and gallivant around. I don't know what he's doing. I think it might be family but, stuff, but don't hold me to that. Who cares? Fuck him. Let's move on anyway. I, 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 think, wow. I, think, I, think, he, I think he's he's stalking the plains of Somerset somewhere. Oh, that's him, is he? Oh, he's yeah. not a full moon, is he? Was... <laughs> uh, anyway, anyway, we have a we have a little schedule here today. We, we apologies, it's been a while. We did actually record an episode, Honest Gov, a full episode, a whole like two and a half hour orc episode. It was amazing, but. Basically, I wasn't there to record it from the beginning, <laughs> and so everyone messed it up. And that's we and by, and by everybody. What we really mean is me, because I forgot to record my end of the audio, and it corrupted. <laughs> so, um, my bad. It all went. Although, to, yeah. So, on the other hand, now all three of us are here, and we've all got shiny new microphones, as funded yeah. for by our very generous Patreons, patrons, and shirt sales, and shirt sales. So, thank you, everybody who's. Uh, donated to the patron who's funded us uh, who's bought shirts anything like that hopefully the quality of the podcast is now going to be tenfold well the quality of the sound will and... be better <laughs> yeah okay yeah, well, well you've got yeah, the actual quality, actual quality of the podcast is yeah, probably about the same Quest- still yeah. questionable yes <laughs> you can't have it all can you yeah no that's so we've done and thank you to Mr. Squig. You know who you are, Squiggy, because you have actually you donated a whole microphone to me, which is amazing. Instead of contributing to the Patreon, he just went, I have one of these microphones. Do you want it? And I went, yes, please. <laughs> so thank you very much. And a big shout out to all the Rebel guys. Hello, Rebel. The um, One of the biggest leagues on PlayStation, uh, PC, I think, for Blood Bowl 2. Check them out. Reddit Eternal Blood Bowl League, I do believe. If you Google that, you'll find them, which is cool. So today, we're talking about a bunch of things. Um... I'm sorry, but we're not going to be talking about orcs this week, just because we have other stuff that needs to be talked about. First things first, we're going to talk about us as a, as a podcast because uh, <clears throat> something happened to us, which I'll get onto in a minute. Sorry about that high quality. We finally came of age. Clearing then. We, yeah. we hit puberty. Um, we're also going to be talking. <laughs> we did. We hit puberty. <laughs> oh. Uh, we're going to be dear. talking about the sorry about the new rosters because that's hot off the press. Um, we're going to be talking about the Chimera Cup and the X-Bowl tournaments that have either happened or are about to happen. And then we're going to talk about a bit about the NAF, only briefly. Um, and we do have an episode of Blood Blusters with Nazgob because it, we managed to save that bit. <laughs> okay. So the Orc episode is gone. We've lost that. But we do have the Blood Blusters from it. There's a long reason as to why we only have the Blood Blusters. But I can't it's be not that long of a reason. It's just that I wasn't around for the Blood Blusters because I had to leave early. So therefore, you guys' recordings was fine. That's a good point. That, that, that's, I mean, that, yes. that, that's pretty much that, it. That's not, that was uh, easy. Yeah, it's not rocket it's not science on this one. Bugged off, so everyone else recorded properly, so we have a fully functioning episode. I bugger off, I had to go. Time. There was a difference. He buggered off. All right, fine, I buggered he off. He farted away. Look, I just didn't want to have to fight over Matt's inane questions again. <laughs> hey, 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 they, they hey these, these questions are gold, so <laughs> screw you. Gold as in old. Old but well, gold. Shut, shut, your, shut your face or I'll keep picking really old uh, ah, stuff. You were going to I anyway. Will anyway. Well, yeah, probably. <laughs> but definitely now. All right, fair enough. So let's let's move on before we get stuck in this inane chatter, uh, which 
Oh yeah, I've got to mention this quickly, sorry. So what I was doing, right, is I was going around, I was on the internet stalking us, because I do that sometimes. I googled anything but a one. Um, and <laughs> I, I didn't know this, right, but we've got a bunch of reviews on iTunes, which is really awesome. But we also have a um, the, record, the, the, the reviews in the US version of iTunes are actually different to the Great Britain ones. Ooh. I didn't realise. So I saw the UK ones, and I was like, oh, they're all really sweet and very kind, and thank you very much. But... <laughs> <laughs> If you go to the reviews of us in the US one, there's a couple and some of them are nice, but we have our first like official negative review that someone's <laughs> published online. I'm not going to say who it is. I don't want to witch hunt, but I've got to read it to you because it really made me laugh. Okay, awesome. Ready? Are you ready for this review? Yes. It's right, two out of five stars. It's called Triple Threat. And here's how it goes. <laughs> right, okay. It's a triple... I don't know when this was done. This might be done at the beginning of when we started, but it's okay. called... Anyway, it's a Triple Threat. Poor production quality, excessive talking about their poor production quality. For example, who's dropped off the line, who they can't hear from, how they had to record three times, etc. And then they ramble on with no real plan for about 20 minutes before talking about whatever the episode was supposed to be about. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> that, that, to be fair, that's all yeah, 100% accurate. So, yeah. It's not finished. There's more. <laughs> two stars for being about Blood Bowl and for making uploads fairly often compared to most Blood Bowl shows. Minus two stars for it being too scattered, too many voices on the show often, and too monotone. Don't listen to it when you're driving, or you might drift asleep into the other lane. <laughs> right, well, I, I, I can only assume that's from the dark days of Undonkeyman and Nightly, because it's totally their fault. I have <laughs> one key issue with that review, is that he's given us two stars for being about Blood Bowl and getting um, recordings out, but minus two stars for the quality, which still puts us at zero stars. <laughs> that, that is technically true I think true. you should take it up yeah. with him <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know what's going I mean, on there the cynic in me would say that the whole uh, I like to think that the whole side of it being shit is sort of part of our identity so yeah but it I, was, I think, get, it was getting old enough that we did crowdfund for new equipment so uh, there was yeah I think it, that's that. true. I think it's one of our more charming traits <laughs> I, thought, I thought the Real rambling charm. was a charm so this, this section of rambling before we actually get on with the actual you know um anniversary and the rosters and the chimera cup and all that jazz this is for you anonymous reviewer this ramble is for you well, he's not anonymous but i'm not gonna but he, not gonna he, say he is right now know. if you're not gonna say it it's anonymous yes. isn't it i guess so but thank you for your um redacted thank you for your review though <laughs> it's all, it's helped all us develop feedback as a podcast. is good feedback unless it's just saying your shit stop which that wasn't are we monotone I didn't think we were monotone. Apparently we're monotone. I had a, like a little bit of up and down and that even in this sentence I'm going up and down. No, you bit, you fluctuate loads when you talk. But then again, maybe that was maybe it's Nasgob. Nasgob's quite monotone. <gasps> we're talking about you Nasgob. You're yeah, monotone. No, no, none of that today. It's all action all the time. It's the dream team right yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Guys, yeah. Woo! Group hug. Woo. No group hug. Let's, let's not do that. Okay. It's, it's getting uncomfortable now. God damn it. But I have to say, when I was doing a bit of digging on the online reviews, people are a lot, they're a lot crueler in the American iTunes. There's a lot more kind of negative reviews of other blog, blog, blog podcasts. In the British one, everyone's just like, yay, another podcast. And in the American one, they're like, ugh, I could only last two episodes. It was disgusting. To be, to be it sounds terrible. To be completely fair, I suspect a lot of that is that we are reasonably active on the tournament scene, so we do actually meet a lot of people. And you don't... So they don't want to be cruel. Yeah, yeah, kind of, yeah, maybe. 
<laughs> Could you imagine if it was like, oh, this podcast is absolutely dreadful. I friggin' hate it. Glowworm. <laughs> it's like, hey, Glow. You know what would be even better? Do you remember that thing you said about the podcast? One, yeah. one star review, signed Nightwing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this podcast is terrible. <laughs> From the Anything But a don't, One podcast. Don't be silly. I'd, I'd use a pseudonym, obviously. You can, um, you can get that. And, on a, and you you can get that on a shirt. I yes. Get... Two star review from Wing Knight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You'll never see through that. Well, I just thought I'd bring it up because I discovered it a few days ago and it really made me chuckle. Fair enough. But moving, moving swiftly so, on. Merrick, are you still ready to press the button? What button? Oh, this For, button. The sound effect. Yes. Wait. So the big news: we turned two. Yay! <laughs> uh, okay, that's enough. I, I, I Jesus want... Christ, stop it. <laughs> you remind me of my ex. That's about... Wait, what? The <laughs> thing of beauty. See, and people say that we don't plan. Could anyone have just done that on the fly? I don't think so. I we probably would have done, considering I have a soundboard for this podcast. Oh. Well, anyway. So, yeah. Anything but one podcast on the eighth uh, of October, we turn two years old. Yay! Isn't that crazy? We've been and doing s- this for far too long now, and somehow we're <laughs> still going, and we still haven't finished the teams. <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's only, there's there's only, there's only yeah. twenty. No, we haven't we even done twenty-four. Yet. We, we should, from the original schedule, we should have actually finished the races a year and a half ago. <laughs> yeah. It yeah, should have well, only that's... taken it should have only taken twenty four weeks. <laughs> oh well. Yeah. Like six months. Yeah, six six months at at most. So uh yeah, so uh whoops. But think about the oh, well. essentially that's a year and a half of quality podcasting and built I'm not I'm I can't say that with a straight face. No. Don't be silly. Oh, across the year and a half there's there's maybe like two weeks of quality podcasting in there. Was it the two weeks that I wasn't here? Maybe. <laughs> well, let's crunch some numbers. Well, we've done uh, forty episodes, not including the non-recorded one. Which, I mean, to be honest, considering we've done, we've been doing so many episodes, only having one episode go fully tits up that we had to record it. I'm happy with that. And that was I on the first right. week of our new setup as well, so there was going to be some teething problems potentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I wasn't actually there for part of it because I was working, and I had to just turn up in my. I recorded in my ho- in the hotel room I was staying at. Very posh. Mm, how, it wasn't how that posh. posh. It, it was, in, um, it was in Glasgow. I was going to say you were in Scotland, so I'm sure it couldn't have been that posh. Yeah, it wasn't that great. <laughs> the, um, when we turned up, they said, here are the keys for your doors. And then they went, oh, on this button. And she pressed the button on the keys. And these automatic shutters came down the front door. And they said, "That's do that after you come in. Which was a nice welcoming place, having to manually operate the automatic shutters on the front door. Right, okay. Just so you know. You can check out any time so you like, but you was. can never leave. <laughs> yeah. Or if you do leave, make sure you put the security shutters down. So anyway, um, yeah, so apart from that one, we've done, I think we've done about 98 hours of just stuff. <laughs> of pure nonsense. That's a lot of time. That's a long bloody time, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, a lot. That's what? That's nearly four solid days. I mean, yeah, that's just we, the average... Morning till night. That's we, just the average fast food working week. Yeah, I mean, that would not yeah. that would not be good for your health to listen to us for four solid days. Well, <laughs> let's say that you listen to us for eight hours a day. Let's say it was your job. It would take you about two over two working weeks. Let's say your job was nine to five to listen to us. It would take you over two working weeks to get through to the end of it. And nobody would be able to pay you enough. 
<laughs> no. There's not enough money in the world. <laughs> well, let's see. If we were on the minimum wage of that, it, you'd earn about seven 700 quid to listen to all of us if you're on the minimum wage for the whole of the podcast. That's how much we're worth, okay? If anyone asks... We're worth 700 that's, quid. That's, <laughs> we're worth 700 pounds. Two years of my life. <laughs> Fair. Well... I find it's mad, isn't it? I mean, it, it, does, it only feels like, in some time, some ways, it feels like it was fucking ages ago that we started. But then, it's almost like I can't even remember what it was like when we first began. Um, I remember sitting down and recording for the first time. Yeah, I, I remember that, and I know we were. Yeah, I remember us Landers. discussing it at like the Duke informally, and then going, "Oh, let's let let's record on like this day," and we had no idea what we were doing. <laughs> I mean, it, it might have just, you know, we could have just listened back to that recording for, oh, this is crap, it's not worth putting out, and then it could have died a death, but, you know, we stuck with it. Um, and it's a good job some... I didn't read that review earlier, because if I'd done one episode and read that review, I'd probably be like, I don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> Are you He's that thin-skinned? Like, ah, Are you really that thin-skinned? Yes. Okay. Aren't we all a bit? If I'm, someone said, I'm hey, used Eric, to the... the thing that you do is shit, you'd be like, oh. Oh, must be Tuesday again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's okay, Eric. Don't worry. I was about to all, I'm, all, I, all I'm saying to, is that I'm used to it. <laughs> to be fair, my joke was going to be even harsher. So, just <laughs> like what? Good job we didn't make it then. What was it going to be like? Oh, that's just like just you know, just Merrick's dad. Where every time he looks at him, oh, so, look, so, something on. along those lines. But yeah. <laughs> Just, hey, but to be, fair, to be fair, I didn't say it. I held back because you're a friend. So I'm like, nope, it won't go that way. <laughs> we're, we're not going to suggest that Mark is a disappointment to his parents every day of the week. <laughs> <laughs> no. He gets days off. Yeah, um, weekends. So yeah, I remember when we first, uh, when we first, because I was listening to a lot of Double Skulls for work, not for work, but in work. I was driving around a lot and I sort of just decided oh, let's have a look at some Blood Bowl podcasts. And I saw they did a thing, and I listened to them for a bit, and I thought, I feel like I could do this myself. And I just went on the Bubba group, didn't I, and just said, anybody wanting to be in a podcast? And a few people went, I'll be in a podcast. And that was how it was born. Cool. Well, we, it was pretty we were gonna be called, like, We are going to be called Bubbacast or something to begin with, weren't I we? I think we, we were looking at something like that as a name, yeah. I think so. I can't really remember what the naming process was like, because all I, I think I was... I saw like you guys say, "Oh, let's, what about anything but a one?" I'm like, "Yeah, sure, whatever, fine." Because I'll, I'll be honest with you, I wasn't 100% invested when we started. Um, I wasn't sure how it would go, so I was like, "Yeah, okay, why not?" It would be a laugh. Didn't think I'd still be doing it two years later. Hiatus is not uh, withstanding, but it was. I think it was. I saw someone, one of you playing elves, and I think one of you said, "It might be new, Matt. Anything but a one." That was that was, was almost like, certainly oh. my dark elves because I say that a lot with them. Yeah, it makes sense. And you roll lots of ones. Yeah, I certainly do. Mm. And we've t- covered most of the teams. We've covered loads of tournaments. Loads of tournaments. Yeah. Mm. Any highlights? Anything, Matt? What's happened over the last two years? What have you enjoyed the most about being on the podcast? Um. Hmm. Well, it's been an excellent opportunity for me to get some serious painting time in while we record. <laughs> <laughs> bit, of, bit of painting, bit of football manager. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's it's been cracking in that respect. Wow. I feel like when I learned that you guys that the the curtain was lifted because when I sit and do podcasts, I'm doing literally nothing else. I'm sitting at my table. I've got my microphone and my laptop. I'm doing nothing else. I'm making sure it runs. And when you guys were like, yeah, I paint. Yeah, I play football manager. Yeah, I go cook dinner. Yeah, I sweet and talk with my lady friends. And I'm like, come on. 
Pay attention. <laughs> we, we do pay attention. The podcast has been rife with us putting in some insightful knowledge. Okay, no, I can't say that with straight face either. <laughs> do you just wait until I stop talking and then just throw in a comment? And then, then go back to where Just, just go, so, yeah, sure, that sounds good. And then just, <laughs> just agree. No, it's more like you go, no, you're wrong. Also, it doesn't help that I'm awful at like planning anything, so I'm normally double booked for something like a fumble game. <laughs> You're quite often playing fumble. <laughs> I am I am playing a lot of fumble. I'm playing fumble right now. Are you playing fumble no, right I'm now? No, I'm not. I, this is mm. but I, this is doing really all I'm doing this time. We've also, um, oh yeah, that reminds me. We've 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 figured out a way to get Merrick to itch his beard without it sounding on the microphone. <laughs> so Merrick, give it a scratch. Come on. Well, I can't because you guys made me shave it off in order for it to not make a noise. Oh, did we? <laughs> no, we you didn't. Oh yeah. I'm scratching my beard right now. And we can't even hear. Can't it. even hear it. No. To be fair, Beautiful. it was only ever a problem when I had that headphone that was like next to my face. That was the only time it's ever been a problem. Oh. Um, but anyway, um. Merrick, you've been in the podcast since it started. You've obviously, you obviously had a break, a break of here and there. Yeah. But what's what? What have you enjoyed about it? What's been your favourite moment? Um, I've enjoyed, you know, the sort of back and forth, you know, laughs that we've had. Um, obviously, personal highlights involve a couple of inspired blood bowl, blood, blood blusters answers over the uh, last couple of years. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Um, like the Z one. The Z one was amazing. Awesome. Um. And then yeah. I don't know if you remember when uh, Nightwing did that uh, tackle zones, tackle zones five plus uh, in the rain, and I was just like in there immediately. That was yes, a little while ago. Almost like idiot savant level math. <laughs> <laughs> well, it did That's help. That I had harsh. a vague, I had a vague idea. But well, the thing is, no, he's he's kind of right though because I'll quite often I'll be dumb as shit, but sometimes I'll pull something out of the bag, like you know like a, a, a good tournament or a blood bluster's answer that's like how the hell did he work out but then there's other times where i'm just dopey as shit <laughs> and it's like I, i'm just so inconsistent with that sort of thing but yeah there, there's been the occasion where you know I've, I've been i've highly enjoyed um you know chatting with everybody and just you know getting opinions agreeing disagreeing yeah all, I... all that jazz good tournaments as well the amount of people um who've come up and said oh yeah enjoying the podcast and such like yeah um you know it that's the bit I like. Yeah, people... I, have, I have enjoyed. I've enjoyed the. Uh, obviously, we've done a fair amount of, kind of on-site recording at tournaments, and that that always tends to be quite good fun, especially when, as always seems to happen, I end up playing one of you buggers. Yeah, especially when when <laughs> that you didn't get. Happened at the last tournament. Did it... Yes, I played Nazgov. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, uh, we'll talk about that later. Uh, and it, yeah, uh, well, yeah, we will talk about that later. I really enjoy it when people come up to us either online or in person and just say, "Oh, by the way, I'm a big fan." Or I listen to the podcast and I like it. Even even if they just say I listen to the podcast, they don't have to specify they like it, I suppose. In, but it's, it's nice to hear that people are enjoying and it. And in fact, really on, on that note, can I just give a shout out to Faust33, who messaged me on TFF said, saying, are you, are you the Nightwing who records for anything but one? I'm like, yes, yes I am. Well, like mine, <laughs> we're like, good, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> good, now I know where to send the hate mail. <laughs> we're like minor Blood Bowl celebrities now. Except, except not. Except really most of the not. time when I get asked about a podcast at tournaments, like you know, some I'll go to, I go to probably more tournaments um, than some of you. I like like twelve men, for example. I go to definitely more tournaments than you. Mm. I try to go to at least you know one a month, maybe two a month. But um, uh, most of the time when I get asked about a podcast, it's when's the next podcast coming out, rather than anything. It's just like you haven't, got, I haven't put anything out for ages. Yeah. Where the hell is yeah. it? Yeah. Which is good in a way because people want to see more. 
Yeah, for some reason. Don't know why. But, um, <laughs> it makes no nice. sense. I'm glad that we decided to <laughs> do it weekly. I know we haven't really been doing it weekly, but having that aim means that we always try, and it means that people have got to yeah. know us quite well, I think. So, I think if we'd said it was a monthly podcast, and then, for example, something came up where it got bumped to like maybe six weekly, that we would have probably lost the momentum. Yeah. Saying, saying weekly, we can get away with fortnightly and it's still being a pretty regular upload for a podcast. Yeah, I mean, we're, yeah. We're, not, we're normally pretty good at getting a couple of episodes out a month, or, or at least once a month. Yeah. yeah. Maybe not. The... It's not quite as prolific as the first year that we were doing. Yeah. No. Why yeah. Not? We're, we're still, we've made up for that, I think, with longevity. Yeah. I think it helps having a plan to begin with as well. Definitely, yeah. Definitely. Having a schedule having a to list keep of... to, yeah. Yeah. Mm. That helped at all. Well, yeah. having a schedule to vaguely keep to. Yeah. Because <laughs> it, 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 it literally yeah, if we kept it, it went away done. on week yeah. three, I think. I think the schedule went out of the window on week three when X Bowl started. Oh, yeah, that's so. right. That's because we realised it actually it takes a fucking long time to talk about rosters. It does, yeah. So, I mean, true. originally, the whole inspiration was I thought a lot of podcasts out there are quite long and they release fairly rarely. Wouldn't it be good to have a quick, short, sharp podcast that releases frequently, but short episodes, like half hour episodes? And then we gave it a test, and by the time we finished talking about humans, it was like two hours. <laughs> and we were like, well, that's not going to happen then. But we just kept doing them anyway. Instead of stretching them out, we still tried to stick to the week thing, and it made a... Yeah. Although we obviously, we didn't have... We were never the highest quality in terms of recording, um, you know, uh, the sounds and all the rest of it. I think just the fact that we kept going and kept going has really helped us. <laughs> Perseverance. We kept plugging away. <laughs> just yeah. well, no. we threw we threw a lot of shit at that wall some of it stuck well, well um I've, I've never been big into plugging um I've, as as people online may knew I, I i could have spammed the podcast everywhere i could have gone on all the forums and just gone everybody look at my podcast it's really good on facebook all the time but i just don't like doing that i'm of the opinion that if also make... i think in the early days that would have been a lie <laughs> yeah that's true yeah um i'm of the opinion that if you make good content if you make stuff that's generally nice interesting to listen to then people will find out about you one way or another anyway that's, maybe that's wrong but it means that no I, I think i think that's I mean? fair because we have gathered quite sort of you know listener base it's been it's small but i think dedicated at times yeah. Which and that is with. not through us plugging it we just literally put out a recording we post it on TFF, we post it on Twitter, and it's just sort of gone through word of mouth. And for example, uh, Reddit, um, I believe, um, the league that you're in, MML, yeah. uh, as well. Uh, pretty much just wherever we've gone naturally, we bring up, oh yeah, we're going to be recording for the podcast, is that okay? And it just sort of gets word of mouth like that. We don't ever go around and go, hi guys, listen to this podcast if you like this podcast, because our podcast is better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's nice because it does mean it's. A, I, I'm. I was surprised at how widespread it, it sometimes has become. I know. I'm, I'm saying this. I'm fully aware that it's not exactly in the grand scheme of things. It's nothing. You know. It. it but, it's not the biggest podcast in the world. Let's put it that way. But I have still had people come up to me on on Fumble and in real life and gone, "I've heard about this and I and I enjoy it." And having it across both mediums of in in person and online, like when you're playing on Fumble and someone just goes, "Oh, by the way, I'm a fan of the show." It's just. It's yeah. Awesome that, to that, hear. That's. That's really cool when it happens to me when I'm playing a ranked or something and somebody goes, oh, wow, I really enjoyed the podcast. Really looking forward to you beating me now. I'm like, 
just because I'm on the podcast doesn't mean I'm a better blogger. <laughs> <No. laughs> it's just like I, you're, you're going to have a thing where you're like, I beat one of the guys. I beat one of the guys winning from bit of one. It's like, yep, a lot of people do. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, join the club. It's a very big club. Um, <laughs> yeah, you say that. I'm actually doing that. I feel a little bit like that at the moment. I'm in the MML. I'm in. I'm actually in their ranked uh, league now. The one which is like proper. And I went in, and a lot of people in my play pool were like, "Wow, this guy—it's—it's twelfth man. He's—he's really good. He's going to kick all sorts of ass." And I'm, every every game I'm going in, like, ah, I don't know what I'm doing. Oh, <laughs> they're going to find out I'm a fraud. Actually, but the mind you, I've been doing okay. I've been—I've been—I've been doing all right with it. I played a rookie dark elf team, and I never really played rookie dark elves before that much, and it's been going quite well so far. I know you keep you keep posting stuff up all over the place saying, "This dark elf's just rolled this. What should I do?" That's because dark elves. I mean. <laughs> I'm just not experienced the dark elves that much. Like, what do you do when you're um, when you, what, like? How do you develop a witch elf who's rolled plus agility? Do I make you like Roxanne? You're an elf. You do elfy things. You do, you do the elf mm. bullshit, yeah. And there comes to a couple points in the dark elf roster where you don't know what to take. You're like, I can afford either a witch or my fourth blitzer or my third reroll. Or oh, you always need four blitzers. Yeah, always fourth yeah. blitzer. Always a fourth blitzer because they're your only piece of start with block. Refer to the Dark Elf episode, listeners at home, for more information. Oh, I do not yeah. believe I actually was. I don't believe I was a part of that. So I'm going to reiterate and say you need four witch elves. I uh, know four blitzers. Four witch elves. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You really you do. don't, Mike. You, no, you really do don't need four witch elves. Okay, this is why I wasn't part of the uh, Dark Elf episode. <laughs> <laughs> there, I just thought you could actually you could do a, a three witch elf roster at a tournament if you built it that way. That'd be quite good. You could, but you wouldn't be able to get anything else in it. Yeah, but I'm I'm quite a big fan of doing. Uh, taking like teams of three something so three mummies three trolls stuff like you don't often see and yeah but the thing is like i took you, star players and dark elves don't get along because of how bloody expensive they are yeah. i took eldril which is cheaper than roxana to uh cake and i did shit with them just because i couldn't well, get enough in you to help them. one of the reasons um i've been doing all right in mml <laughs> is because my team was so low in terms of tv that i've been able to induce either Eldrill or Hubris or both in every game I've played. <laughs> well, oh my God, that helped massively. The other day on Fumble, I was able to induce Wilhelm Cheney and Ramtut. That's how far behind <laughs> I was. Oh, wow. <laughs> what team were you, Necro? I was Necro against a uh, 2000 TV Orc team. Living the dream and Cheney, I, 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 I kept it to 2-1. It was fine. <laughs> it wasn't a huge embarrassment. <laughs> Well, fair anyway, we're, we're rambling again. Anyway, so, yeah. some of our listeners. Sorry, do we don't want to upset the listeners. Back yeah. on topic. Back on topic. No, yes. But just from all of us here at the podcast, thank you very much for listening. We are not going anywhere yet. We have much more to talk about. It's been good fun, and here's to two more years, and two more years after that. Until uh, yes. we die. <laughs> Until we all inexplicably die. <laughs> anyway, oh, hello, Joe Frank. That was a good. That was a good time to come that was in. An excellent time. To yes. Come in. <laughs> um, yeah, Joe Frank's part of the Patreon, so he can come on and listen, but cannot speak. Hello. He and he's the only person who's listened to the whole. You got to listen to the Orc episode, so only he knows our. Nuggets oh yeah, that's like a Patreon only episode now that you don't get to keep unintentionally. Yeah, unintentionally. unintentionally yeah. Anyway. Yeah, hey, um, Jofro, don't send messages because it makes a little beep and it comes up in the Discord. So it comes up on the recording. And don't say sorry as a response because it'll do the same. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, dear. Um, actually, I could just mute it. Tell oh, you what, I'll mute it and then you, you can see, say what you like. I was going to say, I've, I always mute um, notifications on Discord. 
you can type now. Anyway, so that was us doing a massive circle jerk about how fucking great we are. Yeah, it was quite it else? was quite the circle jerk looking back. <laughs> well, we don't we don't do it often, do we? I mean, like I say, I don't. It's a special treat. <laughs> it's nice to just talk about. I was ah oh, anyway a birthday just... treat anyway yeah. Oh God. Yes. So. Uh, there, there is there is right. news, Alex, isn't there? There is news. There's some massive, big, huge news. It's pretty big Did news. Did you know? Hot off the press. Did you know? Recently, we've had a um, we have had a uh, a vote to see if we want to include two new races as part of the official list of NAF races. What you can take to tournaments. And did you know? The vote said yes. We very much want to introduce these two new races. And and even better than that. Literally an hour or two ago, the NAF committee has approved this. So as of the as of January 2018, the corn and the Bretonian rosters will be 100% NAF official, meaning you can bring them to tournaments and your rankings will be tracked and all that stuff as well. Absolutely, yeah. Isn't that it's, amazing? Yes. I'm I'm on the uh, side of didn't vote because. I'm not 100% sure either way which I wanted it to go. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's fine. It's a couple of extra races which have been online. Uh, can't do any harm. They're balanced enough. They're not going to break the game. I see why some people would have been against it. But, um, yeah, it's fine. I, I, I don't mind either way, which is why I didn't vote. I think... I was going to say, I, th- I think we've... we've, I believe we've discussed the rosters in an episode. We have discussed the rosters in an episode. I don't believe you were in that um, episode, Matt. I think it was just me... Uh, Man and the heady days of Hung Donkey Man. I believe it was. I, I think, think it might have been episode six. Yeah, I think we one of the we early did it ones. Quite Very early. early. Um, so I mean, but yeah, nothing's changed since then. But what has maybe changed is actually yes, it has. Well, more fool me than one of the rosters has changed. So back in the days, back in the days. Oh, it's a minor um, change, the... isn't it? Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. I could. I could just not say it. No, I've, I've, I've just... I, yeah. Can I say it? Yeah, yeah go on then. Why not? Yeah. Go for it. Thank you. I might as well mention it, since I'm, you know, halfway through talking about it. So the... <laughs> sorry, did the middle of my sentence interrupt the beginning of yours? Yes. The <laughs> Bretonian, <laughs> the Bretonian roster, um, the only change they've got is the blitzers, or the night pieces, used to be general and passing access when they level up, and they've been given agility access as well. Yes. Which makes them a lot better. They are better. very, awesomely very better. Awesomely better. awesomely better. Yeah. Yeah. Because before, when you built them, you're like, okay, I guess I could take Nerve of Steel or Dump Off, try and make an interesting, you know, passing no, throw. No, you just can take Dodge. <laughs> yeah. Or I can give them Tackle or, you know, Strip Ball or Frenzy, and that's like, okay, Blodge Step. Yeah. Done. Blodge Step, Blodge Step, done. <laughs> it means... It opens up a lot more interesting stuff. So you could think, take blood step. You could take jump up if you want. If you want to take something interesting, frenzy strip ball leap. You can take all sorts of interesting stuff now. Uh, blood step, blood step, nerves of steel yeah. combined with Captain and dauntless yeah. makes or, it very um, good looking. Uh, uh, oh, what was I going to say? Oh, uh, blood step diving tackle as well. You can give them. It, it gives them access. It does yes, give them access that's to. Good as well. well, now they've got access to all four skill categories on normal rolls, which they didn't have before. So they can take all sorts of shenanigans. Yeah, I mean, I, I think which is good. I think we will as well. Um, obviously, because it's coming in from January, I'm expecting we're going to see an awful lot of certainly Bretonians um, next year, because it's it'll be people ticking them off the 26th now. Yeah, the 26th. That's true. 
that and Bretonians are quite easy to um, absolutely. I have a Bretonian team already. Well, I, and and of one, one thing I'm looking forward to yeah, is seeing I'm... what some of the independent companies come up for a Demons of Corn model list. Yes, there are one or two. I have there, seen there, a couple there, there are one or two, wicked. but there aren't there aren't too many out there at the moment. Mm. But now they're There's also a few Bretonians. Now, now they're quasi official. No. Um, yeah, I, I think I think you'll see a lot a lot yeah. more. Yeah, there's definitely room for for modelling now. Yes, I mean I was saying to Alex oh, yeah. before we started recording sure. as I'm going to be using some GW blood letters, um, and pretty much using them as beast men in the chaos team as well because I do need to take the chaos off of the now twenty six, um, and I figured I might as well get some blood letters and kill two birds with one stone. Hmm. The it's going to be good. It's going to be interesting. Yeah, definitely. The, um, yeah. I don't know how much we discussed them as a tournament team before. We talked about them as a league team. Um, but as a tournament team, especially the Bretonians, they do offer up quite a few interesting new ways to look at things. Yeah, I think... So, well, as I was going to say, I think we can we can probably sum it up fairly succinctly by saying that Bretonians are a pretty solid Tier 2 team. High tier two. They start that, with that's why I said so yeah. much block and wrestle. That, that's the thing. They're, yeah. they're, they're solid, good. They're, they're basically going to be in in the same bracket as humans, in essence. Yeah. Which which I would, quite say, I would yeah I, I think so. they're like Amazon's. I think they're like Amazon's right. Is um, they're also uh, they are able to take an edge four piece as an inducement. Yes. Which is yeah. amazing. Well, as in, apart from Griff, they can afford. Yes, Dolph they can take Dolph a long stride, yeah. which is so awesome. For, um, you can make a, a, a nice and healthy like for a 1.15 team you can make a healthy um you can make a healthy team of four blitzers four yeomen a couple of linemen take leader on one of the blitzers to save yourself some money and then bring dolphar along and you've got yourself an answer for ball carry yeah yeah you have yeah you can take zara as well which is and another Gri- and Griff, Zara's not four. no but griff there's always this sorry dolphar is less than half the price of griff yeah so that means you can. Wow. There's a lot you can do there. Um, interestingly, the Demons of Corn team. I don't know if there's been an, an update, but if you look at the official roster, they've only actually got two star players: Grashnak Blackhoof and Morgenthau. Yes. I'm going to. I'm assuming oh, yeah. that they are going to increase that because every team's got at least six, and with all the new star players, most teams have yeah. a lot more than that. Yeah. I would guess uh, Max Speed has got yeah, probably. Make an appearance there. Lord Borak, probably. Yep. Um, Maybe who's that one guy? Guy. Holy crap! What is wrong with me today? I'm glad we're not doing a blood blusters. The guy, Ludgrip. Maybe Ludgrip. I don't know. Actually, he might be very corny. uh, For example, thingy the the goblin, cracking no cracking rumbleberry, the other one. Yeah, Brickfarth and Grotty. Because he's on a chaos team. Because I I guess you wouldn't want the nurgly ones because they're not really nurgly. So having like. Having yeah, that's true. Having that. yeah, that that wouldn't that wouldn't match up with the, the kind of fluff stuff. But yeah. crazy eagle, I could yeah, see being yeah. thrown in there just because to what make about up the, the numbers. Um, are there any other Norse ones? Because Norse and Chaos sort of go together, don't they? Well, ice um, pelts. Yeah. Other than ice pelts, I don't think there is. No. I don't think Wilhelm would fit in with a corn team. Considering he's a werewolf and he fits into enough undead yeah, teams enough. anyway, but it'll be interesting. I'll, I'll be I'll be I'll be interested to see what they do. What I would also be interested in, I wonder if there's going to be a ruling made on this at all. Because this, from a fluff perspective, this would make sense. 
the corn team are they going to be allowed to, to take a wizard? Um, we're talking interesting, fluff, yeah. Corn. Well, the corn in forty k and in no. Wait, 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 there. wait. Yes. Hate wizards. No, no. But yes, because dwarfs can. But dwarfs kind of they can still use magic and stuff. No, but no, they, no, 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 no. Dwarfs hate magic quite a lot, quite a bit. Dwarfs hate magic, yeah. And the um, Death Zone 2 with the wizard, the only wizard that can now be taken, set. Oh, my apologies. Sorry, I hiccup then. Um, Death Zone 2 specifically says yeah. that the wizard can be taken by yeah. all teams. So. I just wonder, because that would be an interesting bit of fluff, which wouldn't have massive impact, but, you know, this could be like the whole Necromancer thing on Undead teams. Well, the, the, the question is can the Corn team in Blood Bowl Chaos Edition take a wizard? The answer is more than yes. likely yes. So, therefore. It's, yeah, it's exactly, going to be yeah. transferred over. So. You can't just take away the wizard from one team only. And let's be honest here, this is not exactly no. Warhammer. And the, and the thing is, as well, it's like they're not exactly a they're not exactly a massively broken team where wizards going to make more powerful. I get yeah. I mean, a wizard makes I'm, everything more powerful. I'm aware but this yeah, is a very I see what you mean. Minor thing. But the thing is, they're they cheapest player. Yeah. Is sixty k and comes yeah. with frenzy <laughs> and no block. They no, are not going to be no, a good and 70, team. Seventy k gold uh, pieces for the rerolls as well. It, it... Yeah, they they're going to be. They're, they're like they're like a vampire yeah. team. That's but just, don't forget just though, although they've got which I know is saying something. But they've got passing access on the lineman, so free leader. Oh well, that's oh fine, well, that yeah. makes all the difference, doesn't it? Well, you can, yeah, well, that's absolutely I'm, fine. That one leader really. Right, Jesus. <laughs> all I'm saying is yeah. that look at the prices on their yeah, players. One leader reroll does not a good team well, make. No, just saying. Hashtag just saying. But we've covered these rosters already. Yeah, so... um, we could cover them again at some point. Maybe we will. Maybe uh, well, I was going to say perhaps we do. I think um, perhaps we come back to them at the end of January when we'll have. So we'll have had Bubba by them. Uh, and the Welsh Open, and they will crop up at one of those tournaments, and there's yes. a chance one of us will play them. So maybe maybe topicals come back in January. Good idea. Yeah, I, I, I can I can see I can see Alex taking Brett yeah, to one of those two tournaments if they're allowed. Oh, hey, how did I place in the last tournament? Well, you placed crap, but <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Having having actively said, I kind of want to lose this last game so I get the spoon. Yeah, but and you still, and you're still completely failed. unsporting. <laughs> From what I heard, I think you were trying I to lose. Trying Alex. to lose. We'll go on this. We'll get onto this later. Yeah, you were. Tr- you were not trying very hard to win. <laughs> but yeah, with the new um, with the new teams, take them. They'll be fun. If you're a demons of corn team, take the bloodthirster. I know it's expensive, but bloody take him and give him mighty blow. There you go. Job done. Absolutely. Yeah. Moving on. Uh, so that's happened. Um, we, in terms of the kind of impact of the, uh, uh, what you call it, the um, the impact on the game of this, on the community and everything yeah. like that, what I have done, what I am putting together, is a debate, like an actual big debate between various people who are either kind of pro NAF or anti NAF, because there's a massive, been massive arguments online about whether this should have happened, Absolutely, whether the NAF yeah, is going yeah. soft. And instead of having everyone, you know, flame each other online, I thought it'd be good to bring them all together on the podcast. We'll have a big talk about and it. And they can flame each, um, flame each other there instead. Yeah. So what we're going to do is we're going to have a big, long debate. Um, it's not going to be the same as every other episode. We're probably not going to have, we're not going to do bloodbusters. We're not going to have a team or whatever. It's just going to be like, it's basically going to be like any questions. And I'm going to be David Dimbleby. 
if you listen to that. Home, big talk, the big questions. Yeah. <laughs> Today we're in Cheltenham High School. <laughs> so um, that'll be that'll be that then, and we will. I'll let you all know what's going on with that. But I'm going to put questions. I'm going to uh, I'm going to get people in. I'm going to read answers. I'm going to get written answers from people who can't make it. Um, it's just going to be a big talk about what is the NAF, what it's for, how's it been doing recently, and all that and shizzle. Yeah, basically, it's an open call for questions. So if you think of anything, yeah, yeah, any, anything you want asked, let us know. Yeah, if you do have any questions that you've been wanting to know about the NAF, about how it works, things that you don't agree with as being decent, um, things that you think are terrible, things that need to improve, or things that you enjoy about it, things that you're happy that have happened. Let me know on private message, on Facebook, text, tell me your face, uh, face-to-face, any way you want, and I'll make sure we try and ask it on the uh, on the actual quiz. And it'll be a good chance to finally say, if anyone, uh, what I want it to be is if someone says, what's all this you know, hullabaloo with the nap anyway, then someone could just go, listen to this. It's two hours long, it'll explain everything. And everybody can argue about it and discuss it, and we can hopefully, you never know, maybe come to a conclusion, but maybe not, or make some progress, or we can at least just air our opinions and then... We won't have to roll over the same arguments over and over again, which is good. Or we just wreck everything, and by the end of it, the that would be bad. <laughs> in a complete shambles. Yeah, maybe <laughs> we'll worry about that later. So that might happen. We'll we'll find out, but but stay tuned because I will advertise it. It's it's in I've the planning got stages. One member of the NAF of the current NAF committee who's going to be on. Members of the like ex members of the NAF committee, um, vocal supporters, vocal um, non supporters. Detractors. Detractors, Thank I you very much. So that's going to be it's it's going to be interesting. It's going to be um, dramatic. There'll be lots of drama. No, there won't be. I'm not doing this to create controversy. I'm doing it because I'll be honest. I saw a few things on Twitter, a few people discussing stuff, and I just thought, oh bugger this. Let's just sit everyone in a room and talk about it and get, come to a conclusion because it's getting silly now. Also, it's just toy soldiers. <laughs> for a big old blood bowl yeah. well, we had this discussion do you remember in the orc episode the one that never happened we talked a lot about the meta scene um, there was a big hoo-ha with was it Chaos Cup um, yeah yeah I, uh, something like that it's a shame yeah. Nazgul isn't here because he knows more about it but there was a big hullabaloo about bonus points and, and major rankings and this that and the other and that's the conclusion we came to wasn't it it's just a game toy soldiers chill out or something like that pretty, pretty, pretty something much something like yeah, that yeah much. I think there was something to do with um uh, tournaments and uh, rule sets yeah. as well. Stuff it's a like shame that. it all got lost to the ether. But no but we can now move on to a tournament which had a kind of crazy rule set. Good idea. <laughs> so yeah, last Saturday was the very first Chimera Cup, and all of us were there. We were, yeah, indeed. And it was awesome. It was yeah. brilliant fun, tremendous. We had a yeah, it was actually a fantastic tournament. Really, really good tournament for those who. And sorry. as somebody, yeah, who, who, sorry, carry on. No, as, sorry, as, as somebody who, um, on Fumble, for example, plays a very wide variety of teams. It, it was, tr- it was, was tremendous fun. Tremendous was, fun every yeah. game was different. I don't, for those of yeah. you who are listening in who don't know what it is, maybe you've forgotten or we haven't talked about it in detail, effectively, you, so. Oh, oh, yeah, this might be the first time we've <laughs> yeah, actually mentioned it. Let's talk about what happened then. So the, uh, Wobbert was running it, the guy who runs Old World Masters. Absolutely amazing guy, really lovely chap. Yeah. And he runs, I think, some absolutely awesome tournaments. So the idea was you turn up with nothing. You turn up with a couple of dice and a pencil, and that's it. He provides all the teams. There are 24 teams, 24 coaches, 
and you are randomly assigned a team to begin with and you're randomly assigned an opponent and then you play each other before you start your game though you roll a few random skills on a table and give them to a few people and once you complete that game all the teams go back in the middle and then people take it in turns to pick a team from the whoever placed lowest to whoever placed highest and you pick a team and then you add a few more random skills and then you do it again and again yeah so by the fourth game you've played four teams with four different rosters four opponents with four different rosters they've played four games with four different rosters and your 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 roster is ends up looking absolutely insane yeah it's it's ba- because the way it, the skills yeah sorry go ahead it, i was going to say it's basically a, a kind of straightforward draft system i think the only real um, two restrictions were you, you can't be a team you've already used and you can't take more than one elf team over the course of the day. Racism. That's <laughs> what that is. But um, yeah, so the way these the skills worked <laughs> was, was brilliant. So when you there was four, because it's a chimera, it was based on the mythical creature. So you had goat and snake and lion yeah, and yeah. Uh, scorpion. And um, dragon. Was dragon, yeah. uh, yeah. dragon. Before every match, you'd sit down and there was a table. Another table was is a D8 table. And it was a random skill. Number one was always a negatrate. Every other skill was something relating to that beast. So, for example, on the snake, you had things like um, prehensile tail and hypnotic gaze. Number seven was you can pick one from the list. And number eight was you can pick any skill that isn't an extraordinary skill. But what you'd have to do is you have to pick a positional first and then roll on the table. Yeah. So and, and... <laughs> what that meant was we got some very <laughs> funny, interesting situations. You couldn't stack skills unless you were stunting. Yeah. But, for example, in the first round, we had things like... On, on the wood elf, so oh, oh, sorry, I should also mention each team was only TV one thousand, um, and Robert's kind of goal was to make sure every team had at least one of each positional. Yes. What that meant was some of the rosters were hugely uncompetitive. Yes, they were. So yeah, things like the wood elf team had one war dancer um, and one reroll. The dark elf team had two blitzes. The Nurgle team had only got two warriors. It's it was just it was really good fun. But some of the rosters were not equal. But that's that's also good. It meant that people deliberately were avoiding the Wood Elf team because it looked kind of a bit crap. The thing is, what what was brilliant is that for whatever reason, in the first round, I think people must have just rolled really, really poorly because by the end of the first round, there were like seven or eight positional players with Bonehead. Yeah. Um, including the now. only war dancer I mean, on the Wood Elf team. And... The only war dancer and, in the yeah, entire tournament was boneheaded in round one. That was fantastic. Uh, one, one of the, the beast of Nurgle was really stupid oh, yeah. and boneheaded. Yeah, that's right. So, so they. Yeah. Oh god. One yeah. of the tree men on the halfling team. I I rolled bonehead on one of the tree men on the halfling team, but that was counted by my other roll on the tree man, which being any skill, <laughs> yeah. including mutations. <laughs> did somebody say yeah, claw tree that man? Was really dumb. Yeah. I loved that. It did me so good. In and what was great was so because good. obviously then you take the same team, or someone takes it and they roll, roll, roll their own skills. You got players, you got such weird combinations of skills, yeah. which you would never take, but it was excellent. So you got things like, um, I don't know, someone, one of the trolls on the, uh, the troll slayer, sorry, got stand firm. It's pretty rare in a tournament that you'd ever take stand firm on a troll slayer, but someone took it. Yeah. Um, or things like one of the, like one of the elf blitzers got horns and stuff like that, or oh god, the, they, the, they the elf were, blitzers yeah. were nasty because you have one elf blitzer with horns and the other elf blitzer in round two when I played against um, Gorgoroth had um, yeah they were they, they were I, I which think was my, nasty my game as hell. Elves were definitely one of the teams to take because they had really quite a good roster. They were probably yeah, the, they, they were probably the best team. They, they, they were probably really the best roster. team in the yeah. tournament. They didn't, they didn't roll too many negatrates. Um, 
where, where some of the teams had like really useless stuff. So you had like hobgoblins with break tackle. It just yeah, just completely useless. <laughs> we had a uh, dwarf blitzer with break tackle, and everyone went, "Oh, but he's edge two And someone went, "No, no, he's edge three it Makes it even worse. <laughs> yeah, oh, no, never mind. Yeah, but you also get things like um, so the because you can stack on stunty teams. Some of the stunty teams got ridiculous. Oh, they were amazing. <laughs> I actually I played all three stunty teams first because um, I when I turned up, I was meant to be playing high elves versus chaos. But the problem was a few people had to drop out. So when I turned up, Robert said, really sorry, this game can't happen anymore. You've got to play this one instead. So I ended up playing Ogres instead versus Goblins, which was interesting. Um, and then after that, I got the, the Halfling team with the Claw Tree Man. looked quite competitive, so I took that. And then after that, I thought, you know what? I've taken two. Let's take the third one. And I took Goblins. And then so having played the three stunning teams, some of them were horrific. Some were <laughs> awesome and some were just horrendous. The Goblin team... <laughs> Was one of the least effective teams I've ever seen in, the, in in any game of Blood Bowl. One of the trolls had Wild Animal, right? <laughs> Which combined with really stupid is really really not good. No, that's not a good combo. Because <laughs> it means you're blocking or blitzing with him, and you have two chances to roll a one. And what happened was, because all my goblins got taken off the pitch, quite often he was by himself, <laughs> so he, he had to roll two four pluses just to do basic functions. <laughs> He's, I think he he acted about twice in the whole day it was it was poor yeah but i mean but as, conversely... as the rule set goes it was tremendous it was just yeah oh, it was brilliant it was a lot of you fun. know the claw tree man that merrick had yeah i gave him tentacles in my game because <laughs> he rolled another eight nice it was amazing i love that i was it was so he was so bent yeah he just spent all his days in the middle of a massive pile of orcs and they couldn't get rid of him <laughs> but should we talk about our matches yes yeah let's yeah did there a quick run through for sure? So uh, who wants to go first? Um, I think you should go first, Alex, since I think we should. No, I, you go first. No, I think we should go in uh, ascending order of results. Are you there, Merrick? Hello. You, you can hear me. Sure. Hello, are you there? I'm here, absolutely here. I've been talking. Sorry, yeah, you're into. Fingers crossed if we record this, because we do this with the actual recordings, you won't be able to hear that. But from our perspective, he went a bit weird. No, no, no. It'll be fine with the um, with the core recordings. It should now not be a problem. It'll just sound like I'm being ignored. Um, basically, what it boils down <laughs> yes. to is I was just saying, I reckon we should do it, uh, discuss our matches in order of tournament placing ascending upwards. Okay, yeah, that sounds good. So, Alex, how did your games go? <laughs> <sighs> right. It was the... It was the worst placing I've ever had in a tournament, ever in my life. What is interesting, though, is because the teams were so non-optimal, yeah, especially oh, the stunty hugely, teams, yeah. it, it felt like for the first time I was having the proper stunty experience with them because I was at a massive disadvantage in every game. Um, and it was, it was very hard to... I didn't have all the cheeky uh, tools to help me get the upper edge, if that makes sense. So I didn't have Fungus the Loon. I didn't have um, Puggy or Deep Root. I didn't have like the whole six ogres i'll tell you i'll tell you what happened in my games then so first game i'm playing against um oh what's his name hold on i've got the list uh, up it's here. one of the local players his name. i think i, I was playing against what's his name what's his name we yes. apologize for not knowing your name <laughs> gut rot 81 his name was gut rot 81 um so this was the game like i say i turned up thinking i've got high elves versus chaos this will be fine. I'm quite good with high elves. They're my team I can play. Chaos is a quite a bad team, especially at low TV, especially when we've only got three warriors and a minotaur. Yeah. This will be fine. 
And then, yeah, Wobbert said, oh, you can't do that. Here's an ogre team instead. (laughs) So I sat there with my ogre team with four ogres and like two re-rolls. And I thought, "Ah, oh, well. (laughs) Because I'm very much of the opinion that if you're playing ogres, you need all six ogres. Definitely, yeah. Because ogres are the best. And you probably need a a few more than two re-rolls as well. Yes. So (laughs) that was a bad start. Uh, For my skills, I rolled, I got stand firm on one ogre. I'm okay with that. That's fine. I also got um, I also got sure feet on another ogre, which is quite funny. Which is fairly amusing, yeah. Yeah, so um, he became my star blitzer. <laughs> I say star, and my opponent was playing goblins, and I think he got a um, he got a, a stand firm troll, and his other troll got someone else. Sidestep, I think it was. It was. Um, I don't weird think like it that. was sidestep because I I played the goblins later on, and I don't think that either of the trolls had sidestep. No. Oh. No, one of them did. One of them had stand firm and sidestep at one point, oh. so it must not have been him. He got something or other. It wasn't. It didn't. It didn't really come up. But um, oh, it was quite. It was. It was. It was a ridiculous game. So I start off, and I'm. I think I'm. Yeah, I'm kicking. So he's got all of his weapons out there. Well, actually, no, no, he doesn't. Sorry, he only sets up with one weapon. He sets up with his bomb, and that's it. And I thought, why is he only setting up with his bomb and leaving his chainsaw and fanatic off the pitch? And I thought, no, I'm not going to think much of it. It's just a bomb. What's it gonna do? <laughs> that bomb destroyed me. That fucking bomber. I mean, for the rest of the game, right? So he scored in turn something or other, and didn't um, and and d- brought on his secret weapons on turn seven, and they promptly did nothing and got sent off. He saved all his bribes for his bomber, and every fucking time that bomber threw a bomb, it was like it was pinpoint accuracy, and it was just it was horrendous. It was sailing across the pitch. He needed five plus. He needed a six plus. Didn't matter. He got it. It landed on an ogre. It landed in a bunch of snotlings. It landed on the ball. And I set up when I thought, right, the ogres have got bomber dribble snot. I'll show him how it's done. And a bomber dribble snot turned up, immediately fumbled his first bomb, and then got fouled off the pitch. And I never saw him again. So this random chummy, spotty like goblin fantastic. is showing him up. I know. Um, so I mean, I I feel like I, I should have done better than I I should have won that game. Uh, it it got close. I, mean, be... I took out one of his trolls. I killed him. Um, I took near the end. It was one all, and at the end, I had a snotling with the ball who was in range, but he wasn't. He just didn't have the protection that he needed. And for two turns running, he managed to blitz that snotling with two dice and take a both down each time. And by the by, the sort of last turn, once he'd done it again, I just was unable to retrieve the ball again. I and unfortunately failed failed it. I was going to say because I, I watched the last two turns of your game there. And yeah, I, I think I think one of them he, he chucked a bomb directly at the cage, knocked over the ball carrier, knocked over one of the other snotlings and killed him. Uh, and yeah, it just you didn't quite have enough. And then to be fair, he did have a chance to score himself, but immediately failed the dodge roll on a two, and then rolled another two, and that was his turn turn sixteen done as well. So you <laughs> yeah. you, you ba- basically lost your turns. You were both failing dice rolls all over the place. Both so. equally bad. <laughs> yeah. Because we had no rerolls left, wasn't much we could do about no, it. Not at all. And um, I've seen, I, I've never had a game where I've had so many turnovers due to snotlings failing dodges. <laughs> I had at least three, may have been more, snotlings just double wanting it, which was upsetting. But it happens. It just happens. And um, I walked away with a draw. I mean, it's it's ogres. If you get a draw with ogres again, no matter who you're playing, you should still be. I'm still happy with it, I guess. Still consider that. I, bonus, I feel like yeah. I, it's just, it was close. Yeah, you I should have. Well, I, the fact it's that not I a killed, loss. Yeah, and the fact, but the fact is, I killed one of his trolls quite early on, and I should have been able to, to capitalize on it, but it just didn't happen, unfortunately. So, 
What are you going to do? <sighs> Absolutely. So are you guys going to talk about your ones now? Or am I doing all of mine? Um, do all of yours, mate. We can do a quick run through of all of our tournaments. Do all of yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll only summarise, right. yeah. So after that, having chatted to you guys and Merrick going, ooh, I got Claw on my tree, man. Yeah, it's such a good game. And I was like, yeah, fuck off, Merrick. But I decided actually, no, I'm going to take um, I'm going to take his halfling team because it actually sounds like a lot of fun. So I took his, uh, I took the halflings, and I rolled uh, on the bone-headed one. I rolled, uh, oh, what was it? I can't remember. No, I know, I, I, I didn't roll on the bone-headed tree, man. I rolled on a halfling, and I rolled on the one with claw. And the one with claw rolled tentacles. Awesome. So now I've got a claw tentacles tree, man, <laughs> which was very nice. And I rolled a, um, I rolled a, any skill on a halfling. So I could have taken literally anything I wanted. Um, and I thought about it and thought about it. And I decided the funniest thing would be to give him Dauntless. <laughs> right. So I did. Nice. So I had, I finally had a Blitzer. Uh, I mean, there there are certain teams that you don't want to play against when you're stunties, just because you can't ever really get the advantage. And one of them is Orcs. And I rolled Orcs. <laughs> and it was, it was tough. But you had a Claw Tree Man. Oh yeah, one. I had one That's claw all tree I man. needed. And when I sat down, I thought, okay, right, a claw tree man, this is fine. And so Wobbert was playing me. I like playing Wobbert. And we sat down and we, you know, got to, got going. And he, um, and I said, as long as I get a decent amount of rerolls with the chef, I might have a chance here. And the chef promptly rolled none, <laughs> no reroll stolen. Brilliant. Which was a good start. So I had one reroll, and I was <laughs> kicking. And I just thought, <laughs> this. Is, no, I was receiving actually. And I thought I'm going to need some bloody good luck in order to get to survive this. Thankfully, Nuffer was listening. And the halfling team had Zara, which was nice. Um, and the first thing that happened was I set up and he kicked the ball and it scattered and scattered and landed on Zara, who caught it, which was handy. That's a good start. So that was... Very good start, yeah. Yeah. So what happened is I ran up her up, ran her up to the middle. I made a cage. Uh, my claw tree man rooted straight away, which was fun. <laughs> and I thought, I'm not going to use the reroll on this take root on turn one. Oh, so no. So that was bad. So my cage kind of didn't really go anywhere for a while. And I think it was turn four. I just said, you know what? I'm gonna to have to. I'm just gonna have to make a break for it. So I managed to punch a hole with Zara, and she just ran through a gap and basically stood by herself with no protection. But I managed to tie up enough of his players that I, he couldn't really get to her properly. He did try. Um, he ran up to her and managed to mark her, but strength four on blodge, so she was okay. And then in my my turn, I just went dodge, and she ran away and scored. So I thought, there we go. At least I've scored one. And then he starts. He starts um, obviously receiving the ball. And he starts beating me up. And he, he consistently just does not break halfling armor, which is very nice of him to do that. Very thanks for that, Rob. But it was amazing how many fives and sixes you can roll with an orc team. Uh, he manages to... Uh, was it he? He does manage to score, however, on his turn eight, um, which is I'm obviously a bit like uh, gutted about. But it means that going into the next half, it's anyone's game, in my opinion, because it was, it was closer than it should have been. And I did manage to take out one of his Blackhawks. And I thought maybe, you know, with a bit of luck, I could I could steal this. So I kicked to him and I managed to nick two rerolls, which is nice. So I've actually got more than one reroll here. And it just what just happens is this massive, it's like a typical halfling shit fest. Everything just goes crazy. Um, I'm just dodging halflings around, getting them all up in his face. And around sort of turn six or five or six, he's got a little cage in his backfield, way in the back because the kick was beautiful. And he's just surrounded by halflings. And I'm thinking, I'm putting everything I've got into this. If this goes wrong, I'm buggered. And what he does is he punches a few halflings here. He punches Zara there, and he makes he decides to make a pass with his thrower. Because if he can get it to this blitzer, who's like seven squares away, or something like that, then he's off, and, that, and that's it. And he runs his blitzer around, and he makes a go for it. 
and fails it and re-rolls it. And he's like, right, here we go. He makes a three-plus pass and just snakes it. And suddenly his throw has just dropped the ball into my cage of halflings. <laughs> and he's obviously like, oh, God. Um, and then I'm like, oh, brilliant, I can recover this. And I managed to grab the ball and I run it and I mark all his players. I'm like, this is awesome. I managed to snatch the ball and here I go. There's only one player who I haven't managed to mark. I'm sure it'll be fine. But the one guy runs over to him and falls over and manages not to mark him by failing his go for it. And so this happy little black hawk just charges around, twats my halfling, and the ball just doesn't, you know, just doesn't go anywhere. So it ends on turn eight with a one-all draw, which I was happy with. I mean, I was, I was going again because I had the ball within five squares of the end zone and I just needed a bit of fluke. But unfortunately, no was the answer. <laughs> Still, so that's game two. two the claw, two stunty games, the two claw tentacles tree. Yeah, the claw... Uh, what else? Um, so my last game... I went out for lunch and I came back and when I came back people would start picking their teams and because I was right at the bottom of the table someone said oh you've got loads of teams to pick from still and I thought I could pick something sensible or I could go for all three stunties because that would be funny so I chose the Goblin roster had I known how bad it was I probably wouldn't have <laughs> had, you, had, you not, had you not been away then you would have had a better chance of picking a better roster but you didn't so. yeah so I mean we had a stand firm sidestep troll which is you know great I suppose and we had one with, um, I can't remember what he had. I think he had horns. That's it. He had horns and he had, might be Frenzy. There no, was, was definitely was. Was a Tentacles and, no, horns troll. something useless. I think there was definitely a Tentacles troll somewhere in there. Yeah, maybe. By the way, the one that had um, horns and the other thing, I managed to roll Wild Animal on him. Brilliant. So I made him actually worse. <laughs> And the um and the other one rolled stand firm on the sidestep troll, so then I or sidestep on the stand firm one. So I had a troll who had stand stand firm and sidestep, which was great. And by great I mean not exactly useful. Um, and it was against uh oh I've got his name here. Hold on, that was against da 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 Harry Allen who had stepped in at the very last minute because Wobbert needed an extra person, so he just sort of went, hey, what are you doing? And this guy went, uh, don't know. And Robert said, can you be in my tournament, please? And he just turned up. So fair play to him. <laughs> um, and our match was, it was his necromantic versus my goblins. And it started off, it started off amazing. It started off so well. So what happened was, is in the very first turn, I received the ball and I built a cage and I'm like, yeah, this is going all right. And the, uh, the chainsaw runs up, finds the white. Oh, by the way, the, the, the only necromantic werewolf was Bonehead as well, just to let you know. Nice. The, um, yeah. The chainsaw runs up to the white because he's on he's, he's reachable chainsaws him breaks the armor injures him and he doesn't regen on turn one and i was like yeah this is amazing and then turn two he does the same thing with the trot with the um with the werewolf apart from he does regen so two turns two casualties with the chainsaw and i thought yes this game is for me but then what i did was i sort of as i was pushing my cage up it was a bit too close to the side and then my goblin started dying and my troll started failing and then all of a sudden, I was just in a really bad position, and he just destroyed me. And my team fell to bits. There was one point in that match where I was setting where all I had left on the pitch was two trolls, and that was it. And when you've got two trolls and one's got wild animal, you can't really achieve very much. Yeah, it was the trolls were the only thing stopping me from getting pitched, and I just got obliterated. It was a shame, really. It, it was my dice were shocking. Um, I couldn't dodge for toffee, and my armor was just nothing. Suddenly, he's fall apart anyway. But it was. It just did not go very well. And I ended up losing that match 2-0. Ouch. Sad times. It happens. Um, and it was it's a long time coming. Because 
I yeah, I I I've been I've done quite well with the first two games. So I needed a game where I just got torn to bits. So yeah, that was that was bad. Um and the last match was against Jip. Good old Jip. So I was on the bottom table here. Good old Jip. We were on the bottom table. <laughs> and uh, and it was going badly. So he chose Nurgle and I chose Amazons. So I never, because I just never wanted to play them ever again. And this is a chance to tick them off yeah, at 26. And, and to be fair, Amazons were probably the best roster there. At, like, yeah. like, like at 1,000, that's a really, really good level because you can get your four blitzes in. Get throw, you can get three rerolls. It's like yeah, it's, it's pretty. It was pretty good, yeah. Yeah, two throwers, two catchers, uh, twelve people, four blitzes, three rerolls. It's just a perfect roster. Yeah, it's solid. And um, they had some, they had some interesting skills at this point. So they had a, you had a, a blitzer with horn, no, a line, well, a line woman with horns. You had a, uh, a blitzer with juggernaut. You had, uh, you had prehensile tail. You had a few interesting ones, and um, everybody got fun. Had lots of fun saying horny blitzer, and she's got jugs and all the rest of it. Ha oh, ha, very course, funny. Yeah. Um, and look, I want to say this now. I wasn't, I wasn't playing to lose. Okay, I would have been interested in losing because it would have meant I might have got the spoon, which I've never got before. But I wasn't. I'll be honest. I wasn't playing my very hardest. I mean, it was my fourth game. I was having a bit of a laugh. I was having a chat with Jip, and it was kind of fun. Instead of trying to plan stuff and do it properly, it was a bit of a laugh just to chuck dice it and see what happened. <laughs> That so that's what works. I did a lot yeah. of time. I was just making instead of doing proper like screening and that, I was just running people around and dodging and making single die blocks and seeing what would happen. Uh, but I mean, I mean, to be fair to me, a lot of it played paid off. So a lot of the stupid just dodging here and make a blitz and it worked. And I thought, oh, all right. Um, and I, and we were, I was talking through Jeb and he was sort of I was coaching him a bit, saying, oh, why don't you do this? Why don't you go there instead? Um, and it was it was a fun little game. I mean, the fact is, two of his the two Nurgle warriors both had tentacles, so with three tentacles pieces and all I've got is strength three and dodging things there was one point where all of my players were stuck on a tentacles piece and the only way I escaped was a two die uphill block against his beast <laughs> and then just running away it was quite funny actually um, and yeah that was that ended up as a one all draw as well so I ended up on the uh, walking away with a zero three one which is the not including tournaments that I have like not been paying attention because I've been TOing that is the worst uh, thing I've ever had. It's the only tournament I've never won a game at. Um, so it was my worst ever result. But I fucking loved it because it was awesome seeing some of those teams yeah. and having all the kind of atmosphere between games or oh, what team you're going to pick or oh, have you seen what they've done to the Skaven team. It, 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 was, it was fantastic. Such a good day. Yeah, it was the, the draft system just worked so well. It, and yeah, I, it was good. I highly hope Wobbert makes plays it again next year or at some point in the future because it is such a unique spin and I really heavily enjoyed it. Yeah, definitely. So yeah. fair play to one. Yeah. And next year, I'm not taking standees. <laughs> I don't care what anyone says. Well, well, you might. I was going to say, you might not get given a chance. Nope. I don't even know how I placed. I think it I was like it wasn't 20, great. Like 22nd? Was I 22nd? Or out, 21st? Out, 24. out of 24. Yeah. It went bad. I think <laughs> the only person below me... Let's see, who was below me? Oh, I don't know. It It didn't go well. <laughs> But I would totally, totally go again. Yeah. So uh, who placed next lowest? Well, if if he was on, this was this would be where Nasgob would step in. Uh, but he's not, so it's me. I was twenty first, in case anyone wondered. Oh, we were, yeah, we were. I was worried about that. But that's good to know. So, <laughs> um, 
masks, yes. My first game was against uh, WWE 2015, uh, which is Gorgoth's boy. Uh, he had Chaos Dwarfs against uh, my Chaos Renegades or Pact, whichever they are. Whoever they're, they are. They're, renegade, they're Renegades mm. now, aren't yes. they? But yeah, so, so Chaos Pact, a reasonably favourable uh, matchup um, because... Chaos Dwarf roster was quite poor because it only had one ball centaur and it had the minotaur. Mm. Um, and I was I was helped by the fact that skill wise of old break tackle on the ogre, always going to be handy. Uh, nice. Sure feet on the skaven again, recently handy. Nice. He rolled break tackle on a hobgoblin, and <laughs> and then but he did roll horns on the on another hobgoblin, which was significantly more useful. Interesting um, choice to not roll any on the positionals. Yeah, I, 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 I think it, I think it was what a lot of people were doing was trying to avoid putting a bonehead on like a bull centaur sort of thing. Imagine though, if, if he'd given horns to a to a, a chaos blitz to like horns to the the what you call it the bull centaur. Oh, that would have been yeah. the minus or something. Yeah. The team would have been so different. But then you don't know what you're rolling, do you? You, you have to pick the player, then you roll the dice. So. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Um, which, to be honest, that's why I picked the ogre because I knew Negatrate was Bonehead and he couldn't have Bonehead again, so he, he couldn't pick up a Negatrate. So, yeah, so that that was useful. So, um, yeah, it was it was probably summed up by the fact that first block of the game hit a Chaos Dwarf on the line of scrimmage, knocked him out, and he just never came back. Nice at, at no, all throughout the nice. whole at all throughout the whole game. Um, so yeah, it was it was basically cage up with the dark elf Skaven and a couple of the Marauders. Big guys just smacked stuff around, um, killed the Minotaur in turn four. Um, yeah, and it was he, he was running out of players second half, um, but it was just the fact that it was it was three mighty blows on him, um, just just yeah, just hitting hobgoblins and stuff. So. I think I only got three casualties, but I did KO a couple of others. So it was uh, it's Chaos Dwarves. That's still pretty good. Yeah, it was it was two two nil in the end. Uh, I did I did kill his horns hobgoblin, which was oh. I, I I did victimize him somewhat. Um, <laughs> I mean, it, look, life must have been it, hard for him fair. already, right? He's a hobgoblin. He was he was He's a slave already. To, to be He's fair, got horns. He was zipping around blitzing marauders all over the place, so I didn't really have a choice. Um, yeah, so to be fair, it was it was a little bit of a dicing. Um, he rolled a lot. I think he rolled double skull like four times over the course of the game. Um, and yeah, it was a little bit of a dicing. But on the other hand, he didn't fail a single dodge with his chaos warriors. Uh, sorry, chaos dwarf blockers, and he was dodging them a lot. At one, at one point, <laughs> just for, just for shits and giggles. So I I pinned one of his chaos dwarfs against the sideline with one of my big guys. Yeah, uh, with the Minotaur, and he said, "Oh, well, I'll I'll just dodge into the tax zone next to you, which he did. Dodge into the tax zone behind you, which he did. Dodge into the other tax zone on the other side of you, just to say he'd gone all the way around me, <laughs> 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 which he did. And that was the thing; he didn't have a single dodge. And I was like, unbelievable. You can't complain, really, can you? No. So it was, yeah, it was, uh, yeah, it was, it was good fun. It was reasonably." Reasonably straightforward, just because of the players he lost. Once the Minotaur had gone, he didn't really have any way of dealing with my big guys. So, so you just munched him. Basically, yeah. So, mm-hmm. uh, 
which meant game two, I found myself on the top table. Ooh. Um, which isn't always a good thing which, in a tournament like this because you got no, last which, pick. Which for this, yeah, th- this for this tournament, that made this a very bad thing. Uh, so it was against... Yes. <laughs> So it was against Angry Hobbit, uh, Wayne, um, who I've played quite a few times at various tournaments. Uh, and between us, we had the pick of Wood Elves and Underworld. And Wood Elves were last because they had the Bonehead Ward answer, basically. Uh, I picked Underworld, he picked Wood Elves, so it worked out quite well. Um, and yeah, it was. It showed exactly why I didn't want to play the Wood Elves. Because first half he failed Bonehead with the war dancer like five times and wasted blitzes pretty much every time. Yeah, so it, it didn't it didn't go well for him. <laughs> didn't go well at all. So yeah, so uh I was in the end able to scrape a win in that game, which for Underworld I was pretty happy with, to be honest. Against Wood Elves. Yeah, yeah. it was to to be fair, the the Underworld had a reasonable roster the wood elves didn't have a bad roster but the bonehead on the war dance just screwed him so badly um <laughs> i bet we all felt really bad for him too yeah i think i did I, nope no no not really uh so that was a two two nil i think or was it possibly two one i can tell you if you like i've got, got the I mean, scores all I good a win's a win yeah, it, yeah, it was definitely a win. I think it was two 0 but it might have been two one. You beat him two nil. Was two nil? Yeah. Uh, I think I got a few. Ca- I got a few casualties, but nowhere near as many as I should have. I kept KOing his players. Um, hey, if they're off the pitch, they're off the pitch. Yeah. So, yeah, it was it was it was a pretty entertaining game. Um, but yeah, it, it just showed why everyone was trying to avoid the bloody wood elves. <laughs> so. Yes. But yeah, so yeah, add another win with Underworld, which is four out of five for my tournament career with Underworld, so yay. Not bad at all. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, you should just make Underworld your main team at this point. I, I should get an Underworld team to do that with, yeah. Yeah. Do it. Mm. Do it now. Come on. I do have a Skaven team. I do have a Goblin team. They're not painted, obviously, but... Obviously. Mm. So what was your third game? Third game was against a Bristolian. Uh, young Hugo. Uh, so even even though I won my second game, I slipped down to table two, um, which meant uh, yeah. So you didn't get last pick. No, but there were <laughs> there were not a lot of good choices left. Um, Hugo picked vampires, uh, and I went with slam, Pure, purely to get slam ticked off the twenty four. Um, I don't see that match too often. No, and it was. It was a very... I, I was getting very, very, very angry in that game. Um, because <laughs> Hugo Hugo failed one bloodlust the whole game. Um, mm. And we had sweltering heat. So I, I went to all the effort to get his vampires off the pitch. I knocked out one. And then he rolled sweltering heat on the other two. And I thought, ooh, he's only got seven thralls on the pitch. And I only had like eight players as well. But I thought, he's only got thralls. This this should be great. Uh, but I was 1-0 down at this point anyway. Uh, then I was I, sitting next to this, wasn't I? Yeah, then I rolled a blitz. And I thought, fantastic. The, the ball's not far behind his line. So I got the croc score over. I thought, right, tackle zone on it. 
with prehensile tail brilliant that's that's brilliant i couldn't quite get anyone else over there but i chucked a load of players at it i thought right i can exploit this this is great and then hugo just goes oh i'll just move my thorn in pick it up he didn't have any rerolls move my thorn in pick it up in the tackle zone dodge out go for it twice hand off to that other thor he's going to move over there he's going to pass that other thor oh oh look i've just uh i'm, I'm just like right next to your end zone I was like, oh, I've just conceded to seven fools. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Ugh, disgusting. So that was, like I said, it was, it was just the fact that he failed no bloodlust. He, he failed one bloodlust the whole game, and he was rolling bloodlust every turn. It was, it was very frustrating. Um, <laughs> but. Oh, well. But then I, second half, I got a hang of slam. Um, I was like, oh, you need to be doing leapy bullshit and. It was a weird slam roster because it only had one blitz and four catches. I think that's what some people consider a more competitive one. Yeah. Yeah. And once I worked out that actually the catches are quite good, I was like, oh, okay. So I managed to, uh, yeah, managed to get a score midway through the second half. And then I managed to pull off a. Managed to pull off a two-turn, steal the ball off him, and get a touchdown through some bullshit leaps, basically. Uh, <laughs> That's slam. So, yeah, so, so came back from 2-0 down for a two-all draw, which was pretty, pretty satisfying. So Yeah, not bad at all. And, as as a added bonus, even though it didn't actually make an awful lot of difference, uh, I managed to roll eight for both linemen. Uh, so I went, ooh, pick any skill. Hmm, linemen. Ah, fuck it. I'll just go guard on both of them. That'll make it easier for whoever gets them in the last game. <laughs> yeah. I bet it bloody helped as well. It, to be honest, against the vampires, it actually did. It, it helped quite a lot. Uh, especially in the second half when it when it just got into a massive brawl. Um, it really, really, really helped. Because it th- that's how I was able to turn them over. It's just like, right, leap my guard players in. Ah, now you're in trouble. <laughs> Didn't he have horns on two of his vampires? Uh, he did. I think he had on one of them. Uh, he had a horns one and if like a frenzy one as well. Oh, he had I swear th- there was two horns vampires at one point. Perhaps that was. Uh, perhaps he did have two horns ones. Don't don't know. If he did, he didn't. You he didn't really utilize them. So they just. Are you still alive, Merrick? Are you Hello. Still there? You've been very quiet. I've been letting Matt talk. Yeah. I didn't really want to interrupt no, you if I'm going to be honest with no, you. No, that's, that's fair enough. That's much appreciated. Fair dues. Um, so going into game four, awesome. yeah. uh, I was drawn against Nazgul and still... Podcast fight. Yep, still... still on the... This is what happens when I don't when I talk. Yeah. Uh, still on the <laughs> second table. Um, so it got down to the last four teams to pick. Um, when I realised I was drawn against Nazgul, we both realised that that meant Merrick was playing CT on the top table. Uh, and the teams that were left were Ogres, Goblins, uh, Wood Elves, and Skaven. So, very <laughs> innocently, Nazgob says, hmm, I might pick a team I've never played at a tournament before. I thought, he took Wood Elves at Welsh Open. So, I picked Wood Elves, and he picked Skaven, which obviously meant it would be a stunty off on the top table. And but you don't see that often. No, and then and then we and when we discussed it, and we were like, yeah, because a stunty off gives the best possibility of a draw, so one of us might be able to sneak past and win the tournament. Power gaming. 
metagaming. No, tactical. Just just good tactical sense. Um, and yeah, the game was... None of that here. The, the game was just mental. Absolutely mental game. Uh, it, it was ridiculously end-to-end. Uh, I think... I think I, I think I scored first um, with the Wood Elves. The War Dancer was unusually well behaved. Uh, he managed to score quite late on, and then we, in the last two turns of the game, it literally went from my end zone. Uh, I managed to get it all the way up the pitch. Failed a two plus catch to score. He managed to run in, Dear. pick it up in the tackle zone, run out pass it, hand off, go for it twice, and he failed the second go for it to score. Which, so I, I, went, I immediately had the chance to pick it up, pass it, hand off, <laughs> go for it twice uh. and score. And I failed on the, I think I failed the pass or the catch. I, I failed. It, it, it basically, we, we, we each had two, t- two chances to score in, in, our, in our last two turns. And neither of us did um, it because there were no rerolls at that point, and it was just absolutely insane. So it, fin- it finished one all, um, and then when the other game finished one all, we were both thinking, "Oh, you know, bonus points could be interesting," because obviously we're next to uh, Young Merrick, and knew that yeah. a certain result was happening there. And then we asked how another Bristolian did, and he said, oh, "I won my game," and we're like, "Oh fuck." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, Mary, folks, Mary, it wasn't me. How how did things go? <laughs> so, my tournament was pretty damn good, actually, um, in terms of results, which was unusual. Uh, I think I lucked through it for the most part. Um, it was more luck than judgment that got me through that tournament. Uh, first game obviously started well, as previously mentioned. I did roll claw on a tree man, which is always going to help. And to be and to be fair, which is always good considering the race I was I was fighting against was Nurgle. Yeah, and, and rookie Nurgle, and, two warriors, two rerolls. Yeah, out. yeah. And to be, those two warriors didn't stick around long. And to be, <laughs> That's all I'm yeah. and to be fair, Merrick, it's it's halflings, which were a team you you pretty much know inside out. So I know them inside out. Yeah. I took away all of the Nurgle's rerolls in both halves, nice. all Ouch. two of them. Clawed the Nurgle warriors off the pitch, easy enough. So it was against uh, Richard Bethel, I believe, one of the local players. I want to say, yes, yeah, so one of the guys I, I bought, think that's uh, right, bought yeah. in. Yeah, yeah, I think he was a local player. Um, shut him out in the first half. He didn't play badly at all. He knew what he was doing. He made a couple of mistakes, I think, which I was able to exploit. Uh, I shut him out in the first half um, for nil-nil, and then in the second half, I uh, was able to uh, stall it out until about turn six of the second half, when he essentially pinned me into a corner, and I thought, well, I am halflings. I can't cage this forever. Let's score. And I relied on the fact that he was Nurgle and had two turns, no, three turns to score. He had three turns to score and then rolled a riot. <laughs> so he had two turns to score and no rerolls with which to do any sort of passing or picking up. That's, that's, yeah. that's um, not going to happen, yeah. It was the sort of halfling win which I've done a few times before. Just, you know, shut out a slow team, uh, methodically remove players from the pitch with fouling and tree men, grind up in the second half and then uh, shut out for the 1-0. Done it a few times before, so that, that went okay. Um, the fact that, you know, it, it just worked was always nice. Not too much to say about that one other than excellent, um, good times. And it was a good laugh. Uh, Rich was uh, good, t- took it all in good spirit that he couldn't kill halflings. 
<laughs> after this game anyway. as well. After this game, I think we have a recording at some point. Yeah, oh, we do have a recording. Game. I better stick it in here actually. It was yeah, just that... us all talking about our first game. Yeah, stick stick the recording in now that we've actually discussed the games and stuff. The best bit, the best bit was though. I thought everyone else had done the same as me, and I was like, oh, we've had a bit of a mixed bag. And I realised the only bit that was mixed was the fact that I was the only one who didn't win. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> could you could you not tell win. by my massive smile? <laughs> And my funny. general smug bastardness. But anyway, so let's put in the recording now. Is this a loan? Yeah. It's a loan. Are we still there? Welcome are. to Anything But One Podcast. I don't know what episode we're on now. 40 something? 40 something. Yeah. 40 something. We are know. at... It'll get, it'll get tacked onto an episode with an introduction anyway, won't it? So. Yeah, and an ending for, so God knows where this will be. We are at Chimera Cup. It's we a are. Saturday. We're in Cheltenham. We're at the Two Pigs. Or just Two Pigs, whatever you want to say. And we've just finished round one, haven't we? Did you just call Michael and I two pigs? No, I wouldn't dare to stoop so low. You're like oxen or something. Deer, how about that? That's worse. Well, I'm reasonably priced. Yes. <laughs> Venison's deer, isn't it? Oh. Says the vegan. I know, I can, still, I can still make cheese puns and meat puns if I want to. We, we don't Do you want, know Edam but, is made backwards? But we don't want you to. Oh, all right, should we talk about Blood Bowl instead? Eh. Yeah. I think we had a mixed bag. How did you do, Dan? Since you're here. That <laughs> was a win. <clears throat> it was a win, was oh, it? Oh, yes. Was it quite a win? No. no. It was a pull it out of one's back passage with a, yes, one in six, one in six, one in six, whatever the numbers are, <laughs> win. Thank you. Was it a one-nil? It was a one-nil. See you in the next round. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you were playing your halflings. I was playing halflings versus Nurgle. Probably one of the best matchups because he had very little warriors, very little skills. He only had, lost his he only had two warriors. I took away all his rerolls and I rolled... An eight on the so I'm sure we'll explain the skills in the actual studio episode, but uh, I rolled an eight, which meant I got to choose any skill or mutation. On your I tree, I have a claw tree man, oh. which absolutely wrecked the Nurgle. So yeah, I that, expect that it probably would. Yeah, it was just like you see that. Um, oh, I've got bonehead on the other tree, yeah. but I'll take that as a trade-off. One amazing tree, one shitty tree, and it helped that I literally did not roll take root all game. That also helps. That also helps. He bone. I literally. So he, he did bone- all his rolls. He boneheaded once. I didn't take root once. I clawed to death a warrior who regenerated, locked out a warrior who stayed out for the entire game and killed the beast who didn't regenerate. It went quite well. Yeah, it sounds good. It went very well. One nil win, mostly due to being quite slow and uh, some interesting dice at the end of the first half when I was trying to break away to turn him over. But it was a good game. Mm. Knew what he was doing. You guys all got your food orders in? Yeah, mate. Oh. Yep. It was a good game then. Yeah, it was good. Um... I felt not too much happened of note in it. I mean, uh, I've apart from a claw tree man, apart from a claw tree man, which is, which is, nice. is never going to be recreated again. It's fantastic. I've seen a tentacles death roll. Why not a claw tree man? It's fair. Matt, how did you do? Uh, I won. Hey, we're done. Yep. Um, Am I the only member of the podcast who didn't win? Yes. Yes. Bullshit. <laughs> Stupid game anyway. Don't mind. Even even our guest won. Whatever. Our it was me thinking. It was me saying, "Oh, we had a mixed Guess bag," and it turns out the mixed bag was just me well, mixing as, it up. As, as we discussed <laughs> on the way here, Alex, you're submarine it. Yes, which is a good strategy. Guess so, on the podcast. How did you get there? Uh, it was dicing. Yeah. Oh, fair enough. Um, nice to be the one giving a dicing. Yeah, Chaos Pack versus uh, Chaos Dwarfs is a bad matchup for Chaos Dwarfs anyway, because all the big guys with Mighty Blow. You just munched them all up. Uh, killed the Minotaur quite early. Killed Chaos Dwarf. Killed a whole goblin. He had another chaos dwarf who just never came back from KO in the first half. So, yeah, Matt managed to score in the first half, 10 16. 
Dark Elf, unsurprisingly, and then bullshitted, turned him over. He failed a uh, 2 plus go for it with a reroll. Um, just left a little bit open in cage, blitzed the ball carrier, legged it away with Dark Elf. Off you go. Yeah, Sorted, basically. So, yeah. Fair enough. But yeah, it was def- definitely a bit dicey. He rolled so many double skulls. Um, uh, well, don't yeah. knock it. I just like take it. Well, you've got the opportunity. So like, yeah. Oh, my opponent's double sculling all the time. Yeah. Yoink. Yoink. And my big guys were surprisingly well behaved. So. That's had the, the most bent roster of the day. It's not. How many blotches? Four. How many rerolls? Three. <laughs> Although technically four because I won an extra reroll both halves. <laughs> uh, I had I had two rerolls. Didn't use them either half. Uh, and I got an extra one which I didn't use either. So start, that's how bad with dicing was. I started Ouch. off with uh, obviously I started off with one reroll, gained two from the chef and took away two. And then did it again? <laughs> and then did it again. <laughs> so you had no rerolls? Yep, you had no rerolls for the entire game. So when which you came over to begin with, you said you were having a bad game. Uh, the first half when I kicked was all pals and eights on the armour. And then the second half, when I received, was all pals and eights on the armour. And I was playing Skaven. So it balanced out. That's all right then. Um, 2-1? It it was 2-1. I scored when he had four players left on the pitch. (laughs) And I had nine. And I figured, this will be easy, because he doesn't have any gutter runners left. And then one gutter runner came back from the KO. I rolled a pitch invasion, and he outnumbered me, because I only (laughs) had four players left. Uh, still one though. Just dirty still counts. <laughs> These guys on my plate. This, this, this is live, right? Yeah, okay. well, it's been recorded. Can, can I put a formal complaint in about Wobbit, the tournament organised? Yeah, if you want. Yeah, sure. Um, because Glow came to my house this morning. I gave him a lift in. We went to the station, picked up Chip. We had a bit of time, and we thought we'd met a game, the rosters. Right. <laughs> but more important, we'd met a game, the development of the teams, and we were thinking. Are we, that is Glowworm and I, the sort of people who take this game, and particularly this tournament, seriously? And about a microsecond later, we both came up with no. (laughs) (laughs) So we had what is probably Baldrick's most cunning plan ever. Just pick shit skills? Where possible, (laughs) to give our people, especially slow-moving people with low agility, bloodlust. Ah. That would be quite funny. Tree Man with Bloodlust? Tree Man with Bloodlust. Uh, oh, Nurgle well. Warrior with Bloodlust. Uh, we're thinking anything with Bloodlust it because it has to get to somebody <laughs> yeah. or it's off the pitch. It's what animal. It got Bloodlust, <laughs> what animal, and bye. So are you basically <laughs> got, playing it, to break the team? Well, it got nerfed. Hmm. Wobbert came over and put his big, stampy, tournament organiser boot of authority on it and said no. And I'd like to formally complain about that because that would have been so much fun. <laughs> because when he listens it would, to the episode, we, we would have had to, we would have had to, have obviously, cope with that for one game. But all three coaches downstream who took that team <laughs> would have had to live with it, and we would have been <laughs> laughing. Do you know what? It's quite funny. So the Wood Elf team picked their war dancer for the first skill. Boom, bonehead. Yeah. Uh, so so the single war dancer has bonehead. Yeah, well, my single, my, yeah, my, was a lot of my single um, dog had bonehead in a necro team. Uh, the rat ogre now has bonehead. Beast of Nurgle's so, got bonehead. All the expensive one of the tree, one of the tree men in the halfling team has bonehead. That's oh. why when I rolled skills, I did line woman catch it just in case. Because I've got twelve players, Pussy. I don't care if one of them is a bonehead. I got a sure hand. Uh, sorry, a sure feet ogre, which you don't see every day. Well, it's an interesting choice. He's a ball carrier. I had an upsetting game. I drew. Ogres, but so I turned up it and was I, hilarious. I turned I, up. I was honestly thinking you were going to lose. That. No, we we, yeah, well. we turned up when you triple. Uh, that was just the last action. <laughs> well, I turned up this morning and thought, great, high elves versus chaos. He's going to have no skills. I've got high elves. This is a, I'm probably going to win this. I'm in the bag. And then I sat down. Robert said, oh, 
some people have dropped out. Would you mind uh, playing this game instead? And I looked to my left, and it was goblins versus ogres. And they said, yeah, you'd be playing the, the ogres in this game. And I went, ah, all right. Though, I've already done it. I've already played oh, them. Okay. Yeah, and I've already done quite well with them. Um, it was just... I mean, I, I three turns separately did I turn over from Snotling's Failing Dodges, which is unlikely, snake eyesing. I had ogres. They were fine. They were great. And then they just went... Actually, I can't do anything. That's because they're ogres. I, I had Bomber Dribble Snot, right? And he had a normal goblin. Bomber Dribble Snot didn't throw a single bomb. He turned up, fumbled, and left the pitch. Never to be seen again. <laughs> and his bomber was shit hot. He, had he was laser, like laser-guided bombs. He was like, so what's it to throw a bomb here? And I was like, blah, 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 that'll be a five. All right, then. Five. And off it goes and blows up three ogres and a snotling. What about for a bomb here? Okay, that'll be a six. And he rolls a one. That's a shame. Re-roll it. Oh, that's a six. Off it goes. Just to sort of what go about here? re-roll his bombers just because, you know, well, fuck it, let's just roll a six. Well, um, he was, to, be, to be fair, he was, the last couple of turns I saw, he was doing bombs on the first action. But they were fully accurate, and they go, yeah. right, what should I do next? That's why I, I think I should have one. So his first <laughs> drive he's receiving, he sets up only his bombardier. No chainsaw, no fanatic, right? Yeah. And the way he's, he chucks a, um, he chucks a uh, Doom Diver, he runs down. I take the Doom Diver out, but he just picks up the ball and attacks his own and scores. And I think, okay, fair enough. And then I score in the next four turns to send all his secret weapons off. And yeah. I think, great. He keeps his bomber again. And I thought, it's only a bomber. <laughs> and then he just, he just destroys me. That stupid oh, fucking bomber. Yeah, and he got to the point where I had a ball near the end zone, but he just ran in with a goblin, took a both down on a blitz. And the next time I picked up the ball again, and he took a both down on a blitz. And both times I just couldn't fuck, get the ball back. It was a draw, but it should have been a win. But it very easily could have been a loss. But at least now I don't have to play over. turns running if a goblin passed for the win. Yes. You know what? For a pacifist vegan, you're getting awfully angry and hot under the collar. He needs more protein in his diet. But at least now I won't have to play ogres again. Red, red like a good steak. Sorry. I'm all right. You might not. You never know. You could be screwed over. I you hope know, I don't have to play Nobody's ever angry again. after having a cheeseburger. What if it's, a, what if it's an awful cheeseburger? I'm sick. Does that count? I don't know. That's, dis- we're talking about That's the disappointment, not Golden anger. Oh, okay, no, oh, I, a decent cheeseburger. Yeah, a decent oh. cheeseburger. Like, if you go for a cheeseburger, like nobody after having like a good cheeseburger is like, I'm really pissed off now. I think that's what your problem is. <laughs> is it? I'll bear that in mind next time I feel angry. No. <laughs> Have a cheeseburger. But it's just, you know one of those games you sit down and you go, yeah, I've got this in the bag. This will be easy. This will be fine. And then the dice just say, nah. nah. They say, you can almost have it, but just not quite. Was that overconfidence and an overweening uh, 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 sense of self? Does it... Hang on a minute. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to quote you from a text that I got sent this morning. Oh, God. Here we go. And it's, that it's Alex, not, not rude. He's such an it's idiot. It's not rude. No, but I like, to, I like to see what Alex was bragging about. I wasn't bragging. A winning smile and an overarching sense of entitlement. Would that describe you? I can, I've, I've, been, I've been called worse. <laughs> Holy shit, that's actually his perfect tagline for the podcast. <laughs> I'm okay with it. Me and my overarching no. sense of entitlement. <laughs> you, can, you can never tell with ogres and goblins. It's never safe. But I, I, was, I was unfairly confident, but I suppose. I, I would say that goblins are a pretty bad matchup for ogres. So. If your opponent just clears a bomb as the first action of almost every turn, you think, I'll probably, I should do all right here. But when it works... <laughs> Not much you can do. My opponent went for a foul almost every turn for the first five turns, and it worked quite well for him. Yeah, yeah if it I, works, it works. My, my fouling game was weak. I got sent off three times. <laughs> um, one of them I managed to argue, the other two I did not. I thought, by like the third time, I was like, I should stop doing this because I, I wasn't even breaking arm. It was like double ones and double twos. <laughs> What's his business with death rollers arguing in the court? It's a secret weapon. It gets and sent rolling off. a six. Oh, well, that's a bit cruel. That is rude. It's outrageous. Who can I sue? <laughs> uh, Robert. Or Wobbit. No, no, Games Workshop. I tried to foul once. Snotling went to foul, Snake had to dodge. Uh, I, I fouled once, <laughs> broke the armor, rolled double one on the injury, got sent off. Good. Didn't bother again. Says you're right. Yeah. 
So we've got a quarter of an hour to the next game. Anybody know what teams they're going to try and angle for? Well, I get the first pick because I'm the only one who didn't win my game. <coughs> See, yeah, but draws are like wins for gentlemen. Are get the first uh, pick. I was, was going to say, yeah, the, the as winners, the it'll be Out of the you guys, worse. what's going to be the Norse? What's, what's Norse. the Norse? They're Norse. Yeah. They've got a good roster. They've all got a block. To be honest, okay. You know, you if they're... there's Naz, because yeah. we all won, if there's, there's any great, teams great, like Amazons or Norse left by the time uh, we're uh, to choose, I'd be very surprised. I'm tempted to pick the Halflings. I would. Zara, Claw Tree Man. I would take Halflings when it gets to me. Mate, if I had the choice, I'd like take them again. Yeah. Because you gave it Claw. Yeah, it's you incredible. The tree man claw. I have made those Halflings powerful. <laughs> but the thing is, if I, let's say we chose the Halflings, would you then choose the Claw Tree to get another skill? Victory is mine. Yes, hey. I would, absolutely would. Because you get another mutation next round. Yeah. What would you yeah. might get, what, really stupid or wild animal or something? I don't know. A wild animal tree would be rubbish. I don't know what, I don't know what the next yeah, one would be. Yeah, but if you're using him to do all your blitzing, it's fine. He's got... Okay, admittedly, yeah, it's not great, but... I might pick Amazons if I get a chance, just so I can gamble I'm thinking, I'm thinking lower tier teams, and I'm, I'm alright with lower tier teams. I've got a good record. I'm thinking Kemri. I found Slam. You found the Slam? The team that involves a lot of dice rolls. That's fine, it's fine. He's got a Firm Blitz, you want to break Tackle Croxy? It's quite a good call. Ooh, packed. That would get him off to 24. Renegades. Can I just recommend the Horny Vampires? Sorry? Dan S, uh, I will point him out for you. Cool, thank you. Yeah. Horn Four vampires. Two vampires yeah. with horns, yeah. You're fine, you're going to be <laughs> That's Okay, I want to pick vampires shiver. now. <laughs> I played against a horny troll in my game, which is quite fun. Yeah, yeah baby. Did. <laughs> All right, anyway. Right, happy days. Uh, let's go, let's go in and pick some teams. Pick some teams. Shit, then. Yeah. yeah. And you're back in the room. Back in the room, back for Merrick's round two. Merrick's round two. I played Gorgoroth. Gorgoroth. Who'd recently cut? Who'd recently come off the back of winning Exiles? So he's a damn good Very coach. Good play, yeah. I was scared. Um, good accent. I had the I had the choice of teams of because um, we were still quite high up the um. Well, actually, we were sort of like low end of winning as I'd uh, only scored by one uh, one by one touchdown and such like. So this was table. Actually, no, this was table three to be fair. So it was actually pretty high up. Ooh, la -di -da. Still... I'm on table three. I'm on table two. It must have been so hard for you guys. <laughs> yeah, it was fine. I, I got I got to pick Skaven, so fuck you. Um... <laughs> I went from table 24. <laughs> I was like, no. I saw Skaven there and I was like, I'm taking Skaven because the thing is, it's been a long running joke in this podcast that I always used to play Skaven with two gutter runners. Now I know how to play Skaven with two gutter runners. Which is exactly what the Skaven roster had. The reason he used to play Skaven with two gutter runners is because he only had two gutter runner models. Yes, as I have mentioned many times. But yeah, I only had two gutter runner models, so that's why. It was just a straight out the box um, GW metal team. Um, and Gorgoroth had the Pro Elves, which, he prompt, which had the horny Blitzer, and also he rolled uh, Hypnotic Gaze on his other Blitzer. Lovely. Nice. So he had a very, very scary elf team. Yeah, that's tough. Uh, he and I managed to roll two fours, which was two sidesteps on a blitzer and a uh, gutter runner, which, let's be honest here, dist yes, but still, when you compare it to what I could have won, yeah. uh, distinctly yeah, average, distinct, distinctly really. Underwhelming. Yeah, yeah it, it's pretty standard skills. I mean, sidestep on a blitzer, which I then promptly forgot to use. <laughs> <laughs> you were tactically avoiding using it. I wasn't avoiding using it. I just didn't get the chance because I diced him so hard. I don't think he blocked him. Oh, there's also yeah. It picture. was one of those games. I forced him into scoring early. Um, turned him 
clean over for 1-1 at half time whilst removing L's left, right and centre. And the second half didn't get much better. Everything I rolled was a pow. Broke armour every time. I didn't do a huge amount of casualties, but what I did do was stun a lot and completely control the uh, attacking third of the nice. pitch. Mm. And that's where the... Um, and that's where the Dyson came into it, is that I was stunning everything. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he just wasn't, like, getting... He wasn't getting me down. He wasn't breaking armour. He was failing dodges. Just it just didn't go well for him. I mean, in some ways, I'm also incredibly frustrating when, for example... I mean, I was saying to Gorgoth at the time, he's a far superior coach than me, and that's twice now I've essentially looked at his team and gone, right, I think I'm going to let the Dyson do the work here. <laughs> yeah, well, why not? If they're on your side... Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it was just, you know, it it wasn't the best game I've ever had purely because it was just a little bit one-sided. It would have been a lot better if like the Elves had had a chance to do anything rather than just get knocked down and immediately stunned. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it, it was a win's a win. I won 2-1, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I killed off um, his chance at scoring because he only had uh, two players capable of uh, scoring. I just marked one to death and then killed the other one, so... He wasn't going to get through with his two-turn touchdown attempt. Seven. And, um, yeah, Senevi, 2-1 win. Again, more luck than judgment. And talking of more luck than judgment, game three was also against Nazgob. <laughs> so Nazgob was playing uh, quite a fair few inter-podcast games. Oh, I remember this and this was on, Yeah, this was brilliant. This was on table, this was on table this one. This was amazing. <laughs> so the last, t- unfortunately, for uh, either one of us, we were going to have some pretty awful teams. Uh, to pick from uh, at yeah. this point, really. One of the teams that was left as the final two teams was Wood Elves. <laughs> Potentially the best tournament team in the game, everybody decided to leave behind, whether it was because of Bonehead was, on the war dance. I, I, I was just... going to say, I think it was the it was the, the double header of the Bonehead on the only war dancer and just the roster itself. Having one the re-roll. roster itself wasn't great. Only one re-roll. Yeah. I mean, I can't remember what the tree had, but it wasn't anything useful. Oh, it had break, break tackle, tackle which, which is, is fine. Which is, yeah, yeah. Mm. It's not great when it has loner yeah. uh, and only one reroll. On a, a movement two. on a halfling, yeah, movement two on a halfling team break tackle. Yeah, it could be quite useful. On a wood elf team, not so much. And um, the other team was ogres, <laughs> which, as far as a matchup goes, could have been a little less one-sided uh, if the ogre roster had been any good. Yeah. So yeah, we good. obviously had to pick which team we wanted to use. Obviously, we both said Wood Elves. <laughs> it was at this point that to decide who got what team, there was a toy cost. I won the toy cost. Sorry, a toy cost. Coin. <laughs> did I say toy cost? cost. There was a toy. I was doing that. I, I was doing that all through Saturday. It's a, str- a strange so challenge. I, thing. I, yeah. we've discovered recently that I can't say coin toss. I just did then. <laughs> But the amount of times that I say coin toss is ridiculous. I did it so much on Saturday. Interestingly, so why is I, it we don't toss a coin in order to decide who kicks off? Uh, because dice are, I don't know, more fun. I don't, I don't know. Well, anyway. Whatever. That's a little bit of a segue. Uh, a very small segue. Work? I can't remember. Yeah. Um, did it go so well? So, basically, what, what happened was uh, I won the coin toss... Chose Wood Elves and promptly went 3 0 up by half time. Yeah, it God. was. It was, it was <laughs> the thing is, it was just horrible. This, this was this was where because I was obviously playing on the table next to you, and it was just absolutely brutal. It was it was horrible. So 
all that the ogres decided to just all wanted to bonehead once. He had a particularly stupid one, which was literally really stupid and bonehead. Uh-huh. He just wouldn't do anything. There were at least two turns in the game where three out of four rolls failed on the bonehead. And my um, my bonehead war dancer did not bonehead all game. Oh, ouch. Ouch. Yeah, so he went absolutely nuts on the uh, on the on the snotlings, ran in the uh, the catchers and such like, uh, and at that point, just I mean at that point it was just tie up the ogres with the linemen, let them take the hits and just demolish everything else with the skill positionals. Yeah. I mean the tree as well tied up a good two or three ogres a turn, which was fantastic. Combine that with the uh, boneheads and he couldn't really touch the ogre much. It was just horrible. He did score a uh, couple of consolation touchdowns for a 5-2 win in my favour. But the thing is, when, um, when all you're doing which, is concentrating on scoring, like when you're that high, you just need to... Don't yeah, I, I didn't really concentrate on defence, um, which we'll get back to later, which maybe I should have done, but we'll get back to that later. Which led to game four on table <laughs> one, which I was like, this is weird. I'm Oh my goodness me, I'm on three wins. This doesn't ever happen. Three wins out of three, table one. Who do I not want to play? Well, I've never ever beaten CT. <laughs> I've never even drawn against CT before. Don't really want to... Oh, I'm playing CT. <laughs> oh, say, so what teams are left? Oh, oh it, it's, og- it's Ogres and Goblins that are On left. table okay. one. <laughs> on table one, we both looked at the rosters, and I think we both immediately thought, we do not want to use these Ogres. In fact, I was saying to Nazgob, after looking at... After the way that his Ogres played, and the, the way the roster was, I was like... That is the single one team that I do not want to be stuck with on table one is those ogres. But unfortunately, I used those ogres. <laughs> yeah. Well, having played both of them, I would rather have taken those ogres than those bloody goblins. Now I thought so as well. So we we both immediately said, okay, we want goblins. So there was another coin toss there, and uh, he won the coin toss that time. I didn't get lucky twice. And actually, you know what? I'm kind of okay with that because the Ogres dealt with the with the goblins pretty well, all in all. Hmm. Um, I won the thing. I think the important thing was that I won the uh, kickoff roll, so I got to receive, which meant I could. And he put all. He pretty much put his two best weapons down to defend with. So he put down the fanatic and he put down the chainsaw. Yeah. And I thought, okay, that's that's fine. I can just get rid of the two trolls. I don't even need to like knock them down. I just need to push them back so I can get assists on the fanatic. Look at the fanatic. That's fine with uh with two, with the assist I needed, um to get two dice. I thought okay, that's the fanatic knocked out. Awesome. Let's go after the chainsaw. Killed the chainsaw. Okay, he's got no weapons now. Wonderful. Managed to you know just do a fair bit of damage and score in turn eight. Stalled it out like a bitch, but I was like, "Holy crap, it's happening!" Um, <laughs> it was, it, it was, it was a really tense game. It was, it was. So, oh my god, it the, was so tense. Like every yeah. move, I was, I was literally double checking, double thinking every single move, just thinking, cannot afford to let him get in. Because the thing is, um, this ogre roster, which was the most important part, I think, of this ogre roster, was that it had Palmer Dribble. Yes, yeah. Who I decided actually. Oh, I also the emo- the second most important thing was I used Bubble Dribble Snot as my uh, ball carrier, being well, he's the same agility, he's quicker and he's stronger than the Snotling. Let's give him the yep. ball. And the second most important thing was that the very first kickoff was to get the rest. Nice, which nice. meant I get to which meant I get to keep him for the second half on defense as well. Now this did did, did mean that CT did have three bribes, but I thought well if I kill the weapons that won't matter too much. And the chainsaw went. It just died. 
As it does. He brought back, yeah, as it does. He succeeded the bribe on the um, Fnatic, but he didn't bring it out of knockout on turn eight, which, as I said at the time, was actually a bit of a blessing for him because it, it meant he only had 10 players left and he didn't have to put it on the pitch. Oh, mm. uh, yeah, yeah. So he put the bomber on um, for the last turn. He failed the one-turn touchdown. I think he just uh, straight up fumbled the goblin while trying to throw him, which became a recurring theme. Hmm. And um, brought him brought back the bomber for the second half. I brought back my bomber for the second half. And he, we were both running 11 aside, basically. I've been able to keep bomber dribbles not off of the pitch because I've had reserves. And then, so second half, I was like, actually, this is looking all right. If I can, you know, take out his fanatic again, he's not going to have enough strength to deal with my guys. It, it, and, it's uh, quite a favourable position to be in, isn't it? So, yeah. Yeah. Um, my, my bomber decided it wanted to actually do some good work. So bomber dribbles not um, managed to knock a hole into his defensive line by taking out his... He, so my bomber killed his bomber. Yeah, nice. <laughs> Which is fantastic. And then knocked down the tree, that the, not the tree, the troll that was next to him. I'm, I apologise, it's getting a little bit late now. A long day. Uh, midweek recordings and all that. Lovely. And um, so I knocked out a corner of his uh, defensive line and managed to try and run a couple of ogres around there. Fortunately, I wasn't able to put as much pressure on him as I'd like because of some boneheads, but I thought, okay, well, we can we can do this. Unfortunately, in my haste to try and put enough pressure on his bat line, I did leave a gap, Whoops. which he scampered through. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I was, I tried to get... I mean, I, I did try and get back and such, like, but he just caged up so well. He's a bloody good he, player. He doesn't give, doesn't give you anything couldn't... like the best players. So, no, he, yeah. he, you, you cannot play anything less than flawless against CT, otherwise he will punish yeah. you. And my dice were kind again, probably kinder than his, but he, as a better coach, worked around it wonderfully. He equalised, and I had two turns to score. Oh, those those last two turns were insane. Those last two turns, insane. I thought, this is going to be mental. Yeah, pretty much for the tournament, the kit, wasn't it, at this point? This was for the tournament. If I had if I had scored in those last two turns, I would have been the only player on four yeah, wins. Yeah, absolutely. And it would have been my first ever tournament, and it would have been like, holy shit, Merrick won a tournament, what the <laughs> hell? What didn't start? What didn't start to? I mean, it wouldn't have been with ogres, would it? Let's no, be yeah. honest here. But I mean, yeah, the deciding game to win with ogres against CT would have just been like, okay, blood bowl is broken. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what didn't was what wasn't a good start was that um, my first attempt to pick up the ball, which was fortunately kicked quite close to the line of scrimmage, so it was like auto caged in a way. Unfortunately, I was out of reels at this point. Oh no, I wasn't out of reels at this point. I double won the pickup. Oh, that, you burned your last reroll, didn't you? That's right. Yeah. I burned my last reroll, thinking, "Oh, I need to pick up this ball, reroll it." Now I should not have rerolled that. What? Because the ball was already safe. Yeah. yeah. Wherever it had bounced, I it was. Have it, it. it was the pressure. I should... the pressure. Yeah. It was the pressure. I, I was like, I saw the failure. I was like, I need, I need this ball. I need this ball. Bam. No, I think it was Jip who said, "I've never seen Merrick this serious before." <laughs> it was. It, it, it was. Yeah. It was intense. Definitely intense. Like yeah. I was actually playing like a bloody tournament player it was, it was worrying dropped the ball with a double one and at that point I thought uh, about, well it was about 10 minutes later that I thought oh, shit I really could have kept that should have kept that re-roll because now rather than run out the pitch I needed to then throw a snotling yeah. and uh, I, should, I should have saved the re-roll unfortunately from there uh, CT couldn't score he didn't have enough players around he did try and throw a couple of uh, goblins down the pitch I believe but he again failed which as I said was the recurring theme he just couldn't throw his goblins and um, 
Yeah, I, I dropped the ball again. I think I dropped the ball again, or was it an ogre that failed to throw? It must have been I dropped the ball again, actually, because I don't think I got close enough to even throw a snotling. Yeah. Otherwise, it would have been a lot more tense. And in the end, it, it, it yeah. just sort yeah, it was another failed pickup. It just sort of ground down into a, you know, clusterfuck on the line of scrimmage and just turned into a 1 1, which, if it hadn't been for the circumstances, I would have been overjoyed. Absolutely, with. yeah. Yeah. To get a 1-1 against the, the player who has beaten me more than any other player with a team like Ogres, who is my lo- who are my lowest ranked team. I mean, his his coach ranking with Goblins before that game was 1-6-1. Yeah, that's solid. So, very solid. It's, it's very solid. And mine was 106. So, yeah, that, that that's something. I mean, they're not down below 100 yet, but we'll see. Um, but what I, what I did know is because obviously everyone else had finished, people had lost to finish, is that it, it left... Myself, CT, Hugo, and Matt. I think you were also on this result, weren't you, Matt? Three wins. No, and draw. I was two wins, two draws. Oh, you were two, 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 zero. two zero. Yeah, so there yeah. was three of us on three wins and a draw. Myself, Dreams Creator, and CT. I. So it was tense. Yeah, I. Considering I, I spoke yeah. to um, I spoke to Hugo after his game, and then I did a mental tally of because I I knew he got the bonus point in my in the game against me. And it turned out I think he got bonus points for casualties. He in all, got a in bonus all of his point. Games, he I played think. Glowworm. Yeah, he played Glowworm in his yeah. last game, and turned a two to, a potential two two. Glowworm failed a last turn That's touchdown, right, yeah. and Hugo bombed it up the other side to make it three one for yeah. a bonus and point. Yeah, it was the yeah. And with the I believe touchdown difference was the decider yes. as well. Yeah. Which with he he had a. A two touchdown swing on me. So okay, well we'll just go. Third place was CT, yep. who I think might have had one less point due to bonus points and such like. I was second, which at the time I was like, no, absolutely gutting because I thought I'd done enough. It, to be perfectly yeah. honest, I thought I'd done enough. And then obviously Hugo, massive congrats to him. First Abs- tournament win, he right, came yeah. first. Yeah, massive, yeah, massive congratulations to him. But um, as I was saying, if I defended a little bit harder against Nazgob and not letting two sloppy touchdowns, it probably would have been a lot closer. I think it would have, yeah. yeah. I think it might have even swung it for yeah, me. It, it was just, his, his, yeah. his last turn touchdown against Glowworm and my sloppy defending against Nazgob. Uh, I mean, he, he one of his touchdowns was fantastic. He didn't... I didn't mention this, actually. Nazgob's going to kill me <laughs> for not mentioning this. But he did an incredible chain push with his frenzy snotling. Right. <laughs> which, that was a thing. One of the snotlings had frenzy... Where he in in a single frenzy block pushed my ball carrier off the pitch and my uh, war dance off the pitch. <laughs> nice. That is amazing. It was absolutely incredible. I that I just had I literally stood up and shook his hand <laughs> and like that was amazing. And the ball came back towards my end zone and landed one square away from the end zone in in snotling range. Huh? And I just thought, fair play. That was incredible. Yes. Sorry, I'm still talking. Right? Don't you worry, I'm still recording on my get, end. Did it get quiet for you as well, Matt? It did, yeah. Um, it's having, it... yeah, I think it's having some quiet moments because of my shobby, shobby, shoddy internet. But rest <laughs> assured, I'm recording everything on my end, so it will sound Bad. fine in the recording. So, Merrick, you finished runner up. I finished runner up. It was only my second ever. It was only my second ever unbeaten tournament, and my other one, I had more draws than wins, and it was only three games. So slowly but surely. I'm climbing my way back up, but it was as I was saying on the day, I think, I think I might have said it in the recording on the day, 
it was the sort of tournament that suited a player like me because I play so many different races on Absolutely, Bumble. Yeah. I sort of know how to I sort of know how to adjust my game on the fly. If I play like six games with or four games with one single race, I tend to get a little bit stale by the end of it mm. and I'll make a lot of mistakes. But this one kept me thinking and on my feet, despite the alcohol I was consuming all day. Yeah. It's a bloody good but day. Yeah, no, for absolutely fantastic tournament. Brilliant. It was, yeah. My god, it was the tensest end to a game I've ever had. But what a what a day, it, it what was, a tournament. A Fair play, really, Robert. Really you put on a show. Yeah, I'm so I'm looking forward to the next one. Um I finished sixth, I think. Um, which is fair enough that's pretty fucking good you also got I most did. touchdowns uh, by, by, yeah, by default by having the by fourth default, most touchdowns yeah. <laughs> yeah I think because me, Hugo and CT all got that's, more that's fine I'll take it medal. Yeah. yeah yeah we go you've got the glowworm award of touchdowns absolutely yeah the, the, de- the default the touchdowns yeah that was a wicked date it was awesome because when we turned up on there was a big table and on the table was all the teams in their own little pots it was, it was really good pots. yeah yes. really good it was set up fantastically. There were no hitches. Everything just ran so smoothly. Absolutely fantastic. And I'm, Couldn't recommend yeah, it highly I've, enough. Yeah, I've got to say, I'm looking forward for the next one because the, it's the draft system. It just makes it so so different and so weird because you, you might end up picking a really unfavourable game. I think there was one point where one player picked Chaos Dwarf, the other picked Halfling. Yes, that that was a thing. Because uh, we also had a dwar- we also had a um, dwarf on chaos a dwarf. dwarf versus yeah, it was a dwarf on chaos. Yeah, dwarf. that's right. And it, it was it was just one of those things. But because because of the way the system worked, yeah, you, you could accidentally almost pick a really unfavorable team for yourself because you didn't know what the other person was going to pick. It was it was done in secret effectively. So yeah, and, and that was part of the appeal of the tournament as well. Was just the sort of um, the pre the pre-game build-up where the draw was being yeah. made. But although the draw was being made, you didn't know quite what the matchup was going to be until they re- announced the thing. And that's when it got... Yeah, there, there was a lot of sort of like cheers and laughter. And that, that was a lot of fun as well to bring mm. everybody together. It was, it was just, really good. Yeah, yeah, really good. Can't wait till next year. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be great, yeah. 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 I mean, talk and... But before next year, there are other tournaments, of course. And the next that's one true. happens to be in about two days' time. Yes. X-Bowl. Three days time, I should say. X-Bowl is back. Not x um, Different thing entirely. Not, X-Bowl. Oh, yes, but we, we discussed this two years ago. <laughs> we did, yeah. <laughs> it's sort of like our birthday po- our birthday tournament in a way, isn't it? It was That's our first point. tournament as a I podcast think it was, together. yeah. We, we, I remember that was one where we did it a lot of recordings. Was. I think we all went and we did a lot of recordings uh, on site, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah, so it was it was sort of the, the tournament that, that birthed our sort of like on-site recordings and the, uh, the the tournament episodes. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. I think it was only episode three, wasn't it, that we did it? It was definitely early on. So yeah, it was yeah. ve- very early on. Uh, and yeah, I, I actually don't think we got as good. I know Nazgob and Matt are going. You're going, aren't you, Yes, Matt? I am, yeah. yeah. Now, you're not going this year, are you, Alex? No, I'm not. That's a shame. Yeah, it is a shame. I'd like to have gone. You're a bit of a fixture at Expo. You're like the furniture at this point. Because <laughs> I always take the same roster. Um, I'm trying to go. I would like to go. Fortunately, I haven't paid for it yet, and I believe the Ted Dine for paying for it is tonight. And Oops. I don't have. Yeah, it's not good. I think. I think the definitely the roster submission. I think is tonight. Yes, it is. Yeah. But uh, and I can't get my ex. Oh, two blitzes. Two I can't catches, get my copy of thrower, to... Six linemen. Elder sidewinder. Two rerolls. What race is this? Leader, guard, dodge, <laughs> wrestle. Done. Not the what race is this though? 
You just said two pitches, nope. two catches. What race? It's the same one I took the last two years running. What? Oh, you mean my elf? Do you mean the elves? I mean, if I do go, I might take what else? Well, Elf Union. I'm I'm just so tempted if I do go to take something like Undead or what else, just to see if I can actually play Blood Bowl now. Or if it was just a flash in the pan. (laughs) Problem is, because Expo has quite a lot of people when it's only three games, you have to win all your games and you have to win them really well in order to stand a chance of coming first. If you... you... Wood Elf, hence hence the Wood Elves. Yeah, true, yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's 1.2 mil. What else are so strong at that tournament? And Undead can get in stars. So, we'll see. I mean, I, like I, I said, I, I haven't even paid for it yet. I've, I've tried asking them if they'll take pay on the day. Um, uh, sorry? Stars? All I heard was, and stars. It's no, like, no, it's, it's, do, apologies. Do, do, I'll just, start, talk, the, I'll just uh, start talking to myself. Do, do you remember the far, the, uh, the far show sketch with the uh, guy who goes, and was very, very drunk. It's like that because Merrick disappears and then just comes back with a complete <laughs> non sequitur. Well, yeah, I just have to. I'm going to have to talk to myself here, aren't I? And just hope that it makes sense on the recording. Yeah. That yes. I'll just be talking to you guys and then you sort of go. <laughs> and he does it what again. Did you just say, despite it being clear. Yeah, what is to explain about it? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> okay. I'm well. Very very drunk. I was over a podcast. I'm very drunk. We actually, um, we the blood blusters this week is actually already pre-recorded because we've managed to salvage it from the last episode. Yes. So we're not actually signing it off now. We're just moving on to the next bit. We are. So on on to on to blood blusters and bye Merrick and hello Nascov. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, what's that Nascov? We're gonna you c- close. You can't explain why you suddenly arrived because it would be really dangerous. That's fine. We'll just carry on as if you've always been here. <laughs> What's that, Merrick? You have to listen to the law. Let's also not like talk a, about anything we've talked about out. today. Let's make lots of references to stuff we haven't talked about on air and never mentioned the stuff we just talked about in the next half hour or so. Absolutely right, yeah. Yeah, so as as a preemptiveness, um, you know, pre- preemptively saying uh, we have talked about our anniversary and we've also talked about corn and Bretonians. And we've also talked about Chimera Cup. And, um, yeah. That's All I'm thing. saying is, whoever signs this episode off, better do it right. <laughs> yeah. In half an hour or so. <laughs> All right, Nascob, Nascob, Jofro, I know you're asking, Nascob was a Chimera, but we can't really run through his games when we didn't really play his games. Well, hang on, hang on. We, so... hang on, we did play two of his games. <laughs> well, we did actually play two of his games, and we did run them through, and, uh, you know, he... He got demolished by some wood elves and was, you know, involved in a frawl fest with Matt. But uh, I don't know how his first two went. I mean, I'm assuming he did well because he was, you know, top two tables. Uh, I think he f- most did he finish 2-1-1. Yeah, that sounds about right. So he must have won, he, his, he, must yeah, won he his first, his first two games. games. Yeah, he won his first two games. I'm sure he did very well. Yes, I'm sure he did. I'll tell you what he took, but actually. Anyway, maybe Nasgob can tell us all about it now. No, I don't think he will. No, I don't think he will. I, I, he think, he's, he's I think he's. I think he's. I think he's. He's like... chosen not to mention it. Yeah, fair enough. Very decent of him. I'm got. Well, I'm going to go and slip away behind this curtain, and then and Asgard's going to come out. It's going to be like uh, stars in their eyes. By the way, he took Amazons and Undead in his first two games. Okay. There we go then. So there, we go. there we go. That's about as much of a wrap up as we're going to yeah. get for this tournament. All right. <laughs> Let's move on to the next bit, which is what we're talking about now, because it's all one long sequence. Should we go to Blood Blusters?
Yes, let's do it. I'm very excited. Are you? No, I'm not. Because he just goes so well for you. Yeah, bloody hell, I wouldn't be. <laughs> it used to be. I used to win. I used to be quite well in the early episodes. And then, I don't know what happened. Then, then, we, then, we, identif- then we identified the fact that you'd clearly memorise the like star player listings and mm, team rosters. Good. But your weak point was anything older than that. So, it's, <laughs> yeah. It's because... The, you, have, you have no idea the amount of times I've had to manually enter roster information and star player information. I have typed them out so many times now, it feels like. For example, the Bubba League, having to type them all out for that, having to <laughs> modify the Elf Olympics character sheet, having to... Oh, I have typed them out so many times, you know? <laughs> That's why. So, see, on the other hand, in the last two weeks, I can firmly say, I may not have read, but I have seen... Every single page from White the beginning of White Dwarf One Hundred to the end of White Dwarf One Ninety. This could be your week. <laughs> and now I feel like I'm going to crash and burn. <laughs> no, to, to be to be completely fair, I think there's only I've only got two on older White Dwarfs. The rest are on the older LRBs. I thought you were going to say I've only got two questions. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I've got one loads, days, loads of questions. Loads we'll do it questions. one day. Welcome to Bloodbusters, your first and final question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's your? Yeah, you choose your specialist subject, and then someone will do question. Blood specialist ball. subject, blood bowl. <laughs> yeah. all, all of it, blood bowl, all of Elves. it. Yeah. I often right. thought how well I would if we got a mastermind. How well do you think we'd actually do if we said that for our specialist question? Oh, terribly. Badly. Yeah, that'd be probably you're probably right. Right, I better do anyway. a scoring thing. Uh, what are your buzzers, gentlemen? Dave. Excellent, you both chose differently, so that's good. Okay. Right, so question the first. Uh, in which White Dwarf was second edition introduced? Auger. Dave. Yeah, Mike, what you got? 102. Mm, second edition. Dave. Yeah. Number ninety. No, you're both miles off. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was it was one seven two. Oh. Second edition. I believe yeah. so. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, third ed was like second ed was the, uh, the big big box basically, and then third ed was the flatter box that had the same stuff in basically. So. See, when you said second edition, I thought, ah, clearly he needs to go earlier. Second edition is one of the first editions, so I'll go See, before that's what now. I thought. No, because there was uh, it was first one. first edition was with the basically cardboard cutouts and stuff, and then there was Crunch, I think, which was not technically an edition. Yes, uh, and then I, I think no, Crunch was the second edition is the Astro board, isn't it? No, is it not? I don't it think so. Oh, I well, I could, I could be wrong on that question then. So, I'm, well, I get the I'm point good. anyway because I'm closer. You are actually closer, so yeah, you do. Get the question. You went, you went the wrong way, Alex. You should have gone as always up one. No. <laughs> um. So, question the second. In White Dwarf One Eight One, what was the Undead Tactics article called? Dave. Go for Alex. Shambling to victory. Incorrect. Oh. 
Mike, have you got an answer? I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with Night of the Living Dead, but it's wrong and it's annoying because I actually read this article in the last few days. It's a, it's a good, solid article. It's things that go bump. I think mine was closer. I mean, objectively speaking. No, <laughs> sadly, sadly, nobody gets that one. No. Uh, in yeah. what year was the CRP slash LRB six released? Dave. I think that was just about Naz there. So I'm going to go for 2010. No, 2011. Alex? I'm going to go ahead and say it was 2012. Mike, you get the point for that. It was, two, it was 2009. Bollocks and shitty crap game, anyway. but it, it was it was right at the end of two thousand nine, I believe. So that doesn't make me feel any better. No, it it, <laughs> it, it, it probably doesn't. Um, and now we're into the living rule book. So I'm sure everyone's going to be absolutely great at this. Um, which book was it? Sorry, the living rule books, Alex, of which there were six versions. So, ba- <laughs> so basically, living rule book one was the rules in the box set of second slash third ed with death zone and then they handed it over to fans and the bbrc and the living rule books were the updated versions yeah so yeah this is like comfortable yeah this, this is this... the era that i don't know okay oh, this, really? this was the era i i was playing a little bit before this but yeah it... I was going through well, the LRBs. I, I went from third edition oh yeah and then didn't play, and then I played Fumble, which was LRB four. Ah, yeah. Uh, was that fourth edition or an LRB? That, that was that, that was LRB four. I think they updated. Ooh, I do to... know it. Yeah, you're <laughs> going to do well on this then. Excellent. <laughs> okay. Oh. So in LRB four, what pl- what players could you get on a goblin team? Ogre. I think that was Alex there. Yeah. Goblins and ogres. That is incorrect. Baz? Ah, so I didn't quite hear the question correctly. Could I ask you to repeat it, please? You can. In LRB4, what players could you get in a goblin team? Trolls, goblins, pogoers, loony with a chainsaw, I'll, I'll stop you there because that's completely wrong. Okay. Um, LRB4, it was just 16 goblins, and that was it. Oh. Uh, so all, 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 all the fun stuff didn't come in until LRB5. Wow, that's so, just awful. I know, goblin, team, would... goblin teams used to be so, so terrible. Why would anyone <laughs> do that to themselves? Yeah, ex- exactly. Yeah. So who would you say was closer to the right answer there? Um, ne- neither of you. Oh no, no! No one gets that. That's that's I not one I, I can no object- last time. That, that's oh, not yeah, one I can objectively say uh, that either of you were particularly close on. So one of us was fifty percent wrong, and one of us was seventy-five percent wrong. So at the moment, it is two 0 to Naz. Yeah, but who's ca- who's counting really? Well, we'll, we'll soon we get to the end. Yeah, blood blusters makes you a better person. It does. <laughs> that, that is statistically proven by science. It also makes you more attractive to the opposite sex. Also scientifically proven. Mm. 
Right. In which LRB were Dark Elf throwers replaced with runners? Dave. Go on, Alex. Five. That is actually correct. So oh, that, was, yes. that was a bloody good guess. Oh, yes. <laughs> good to hear. There we go. I'll take my point to the bank, please. Deposit that in an ISA. Claim that back in 10 years. Okay. I have two points. <laughs> you you might, yes. In LRB4, what players could be taken on an Ogre team and how many? Dave. Ooh, I think that was Naz, just barely. Oh, no, come on. I actually know this one. So the answer would be both Goblins and Ogres. That is a point, yeah. And how many of each? Dave. I believe the answer is Dave. zero to... Because it's definitely more than six. You can definitely have more than six ogres. I want to say it's 12 ogres. Yeah, that's half a point. And goblins? I don't think it's 16. Because no one took any goblins. So you never saw the damn thing. So it could be, <laughs> it could be three for all I know. I, I'm going to guess 12 again. No, it's uh, zero to six. I was gonna say that. <laughs> so that I is. I know that. That takes you to three and a half points. I yeah. know that one because I've read the fourth edition Ogre's playbook that GEW released, and it's really good. Yeah, it, it used to, it about... used to be amazing because you could have all Ogre teams. <laughs> it talked about how how playing Ogres was a philosophical thing because all your plans would fall apart at any given minute. You have to accept it. Yeah, and it made much. you more philosophical. Pretty how, much. Although you wouldn't win games, you would destroy teams. <laughs> so it was fun. <laughs> but you'd still have 11 ogres on the pitch. Absolutely, exactly. yeah. 11 mighty blow is definitely going to help you out somewhat. Good luck losing you can't do that anymore. Because your opponent will not have a team left. Correct, mm. yeah. So, But then the thing is, you would just grab, you'd give the ball to a blodger and run him up the side, and your opponent's going to Hit him for two dice, maybe three dice. And if they don't get a power, you're just going to walk off and score. Because they're not going to have block. They're not going to have tackle. Easy. Well, it's a, it's, a shame you, it's a shame you weren't playing in that era, Alex. I'd like to see how that would work. Fair. So, uh, current scores, Naz, three and a half. And Alex on one. So, it's all, all to play for. Still plenty of questions to go. So, I would have got those points if it weren't for that meddling Naz. That who knew the answer before you, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, for and it's a point for each of these. So that it's a question followed by a bonus. A bit like University Challenge, but, you know, harder. Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, I'd like to see them get these questions. Absolutely, yeah. What was the name of Nobler Blackwart's first chainsaw retired in 2503? Dave. Dave. Yeah, Alex. Is it choppy? It is. <clears throat> Thank you. And for a bonus point, what was the replacement's name? Oh, it's something like Terry or Rippy or something like that. I'm going to go for um, Rippy. That is also correct. Boom. Ooh, so you pull it back to within half a point now. Thank you very much. Now, I'm not going to lie. The next one's a tricky one. Oh, say that after me. You should have said the last one was a tricky one. Right. So, open to both of you, obviously. 
So LRB5 replaced claw and razor sharp claws with just claw. What did claw and razor sharp claws actually do? Dave. Naz, go for it. You were definitely in first. It needs to, be, needs to be the right way round. Mind. Claw gave you plus two to the armor roll. Razor sharp claw gave you plus two to the injury roll. 100% correct. Ouch. They used to be fucking amazing. Oh, <laughs> you're, you are talking to someone who abused that rule when he was playing on Fumble. <laughs> it, but was, it, was it was amazing. So good. It was amazing. It was so amazing. Did it stack with Mighty Blow? Uh, oh, yeah. I don't think you could stack Mighty Blow as well. I don't think you could at that point, no. But you didn't need to. You had uh, plus two on arm and injury. Why would you so need Mighty Blow as well? were effectively arm of five. Yes. I would get yeah, injured on an eight. Really yes. Leave a pitch on a six. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it, it used was, to be so good. People complain about Pile of Mighty Blow now. They have no idea. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. That used to be so ridiculous. Uh, anyway, there's one more question on the LRB, and then a is this my of... bonus question? No, no, no. This is open to both of you, uh, and then a couple oh. of couple of CRP questions to finish off. So uh, it's four and a half to Naz and three to Alex. The last LRB four question is a two-parter, so it'll be worth two points. Mm. So in LRB four, which third spell was available to wizards? Aruga. Uh, you could turn a player into a frog. Yes, and what was it called? God damn it! Um, <laughs> you, you get a point for the the effect. Zap. Uh, yes, it was called zap. You didn't te- pronounce the, te- all To be fair, effects. technically, it's turning a player into a toad, but I'll accept. Oh, so oh come on! Sufficient. Totally different animals. And Absolutely I believe sufficient. that it. You gained the no hand skill, lost all of your other skills, and became movement four, strength one. Yeah. Armor six. Is it armor six or one? Fine. Yeah, it was. You basically became useless. I don't know what the agility was. Did you still have reasonable agility? Uh, hmm. Let me just check that. I, think, I have a feeling the agility was still reasonable, which is good. But the point was, you turned this player into a frog, and then you could still punch it in the face. Yeah, it was it was hideous. I mean, it did... Um, it was both hideous and glorious. Yeah. Oh. Any... Any biologists at home want to write in about the differences between frogs and toads? I don't know. Feel free. Uh, I believe one is an amphibian and one is not. It's almost like they're two totally different animals. Mm. Just saying. I mean, you know, it's probably worth clarifying that at some point. <clears throat> I'm just saying. If Nazgov was asking that question, if Nazgov asked that question and I answered it that way, he wouldn't have given me the point. You'll never know because I didn't ask you the question. Right, for, for reference, uh, Toad stats were 3, 1, 4, 4, with dodge, oh. leap, and stunty. <laughs> so that means if you hit them with razor-sharp claws and claws, you're breaking their armour on anything other than a double one. Yes. Yeah. Oh, man. And you're taking, taking it off, it off the, pitch the pitch on a five, on five. plus. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. And let's, awesome. lest, we, lest we forget, Alex, this was also the edition where the lightning bolt basically had an area effect from the sideline. 
What? So you, you basically set your wizard up on the sideline, and there was basically a two-square corridor in which the lightning bolt just fired across the pitch. Yeah. Like the Warhammer Quest lightning bolt. It, it was basically yeah. two two squares wide and five squares across, and anyone who was under it had to roll to see if they were hit. <laughs> it was glorious. It was incredible. Nice. Utterly incredible. So like if the cage just happened to wander near your wizard, it'd be like, yep. Yeah, Lightning bolt. Have you seen on Blood Bowl Chaos Edition they introduced racial wizards? So each different team had its own wizard. Have you seen that? With their own spells. There's some quite I've cool not, ones in there. I like the idea. I do. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. They were somewhat absolute trash, but some were quite good. I mean, I think there was one of them where you choose a, a three by three square and everybody underneath it gets bonehead. <sighs> Stuff like that. That's nasty. That's quite fun. Yeah. yeah. I think that's the Amazon one. Can't think what they were doing. <clears throat> but yeah, hmm. interesting. I forget what they all are, but there are some quite funky ones in there. Yeah, that's pretty good, actually. Yeah. Right. Uh, there are two questions left. Uh, Naz on six and a half, Alex on three. The next okay. question is... Well, there's... Uh, I don't want to do this. The next question I will make worth four points. Uh, and the last question is just going to be a single pointer. So, okay. So yeah. So e even if Alex were to get the next question right, Mike could still steal it with the last question. Then <laughs> this is so, the goblin on the orc team throw teammate last turn hope for me. Yeah, yeah. So these are we're back into familiar territory, Alex. They're both CRP questions. Yay! And to clarify, CRP only. So no Blood Bowl 2016 stuff, just the CRP. CRP is slam and stuff as well, though, isn't it? Yes, yeah. That's not okay. going to come into it. It's all on star players. Um, okay. So, how many stars have dirty player skill? Dave. Alex? I'm going to say that it's five. Naz? Auga. It's going to be four. Naz, you get the point. It is You're three. You're a motherfucker and I hate you. Uh, I could count two. Well, the, the next... The, the, the question for Dave. three is going to be... Dave. Who are those three stars? Dave. 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 Yeah. Right. Did you know it's Hubert Ragar? Yeah. It is Lord Borak the Spoiler? Yeah. And it is Scrapper Sawhead? It is. It's Hubris that I didn't know. Hmm. He, for some reason, has dirty player. <laughs> Who okay. in their right minds would ever use that other than Glowworm? Absolutely, yeah. Exactly. Right. Now, Alex, because you managed to flood that one, it doesn't matter because Mike's on seven and a half and you're on six. So, you, no. But you can you can take it within half a point for the last so question. There's a moral. there's a moral fix here. Absolutely. I'm upset. Yeah. I'm upset that I wasn't allowed to answer the how many goblins on the Anoga team because I could have got that. But you, half point, but, but you were too you, slow. But you were too slow. That yeah. is how buzzers work. But that is how but things when go. got it wrong, you should have passed it over and I could have got the half point. Just saying. Just saying, hashtag. Just saying. Well, oh, it's so sad. That's, that's not the way it I works. So. One of life's great tragedies. Anyway, final question. Anyway. Who is the cheapest non-secret weapon star player? Dave. Go for Alex. I'm going to say it's Crazy Eagle. You are uh, correct. Thank you. 
it is indeed Crazy Eagle. And you pressed how quick I got that? No, because you're a sad bastard. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I, I kind of knew you'd probably know that straight away. So. It's because, yeah, do you remember last time when I was asking the questions, I was talking about who was the best deal for money and all the rest of it? Like, who do you get most stats for for the least amount of money? Oh, well, right, yeah. A few number crunches, and the one, if you take out Secret Weapon, the best deal is Crazy Eagle. So, I mean, logically, he's probably the cheapest. Well, it doesn't matter, you still lost. You lost by seven and a half to seven, but you still lost. Never mind. I'm okay with that. I don't mind losing to Nazgul, but we always have good games. Oh, the, the sportsmanship. Good sportsmanship there. Hmm. Also known as sucking up for the next time that I do. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, yeah. I'm just trying to remember Nerdscope. Have I ever pitch cleared you? I think I might have done. I wouldn't what be sure. That? I wouldn't be I mean, too surprised. No, I'm pretty sure I have. Yeah. So, yeah, not sucking up. I can beat Naz online, but I can't beat him in real life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm pretty in... sure you have cleared me online, actually. That rings a bell. Exactly. I remember you saying, oh, can we have some practice games with Wood Elves? And I was like, yeah, no problem. Here's a fresh Orc team. Here's a fresh Lizardman team. And it was just, it just got destroyed both times. <laughs> there wasn't even any strategy behind it. It was just like, oh, and I've broken armor again. Oh, and he's off pitch. Oh, and he's dead. <laughs> it was probably quite upsetting. <laughs> now, in answer to a previous question, uh, the Astro Granite pitch was revealed in White Dwarf 101. Oh, unlucky. And I would like to also point out that my NAF ranking with halflings is 158. Ah, I mean, it's not so, important anyway, though, is it? Who no, counts that's, not, that's not bad for, for studies. <laughs> that's pretty damn good. You've won that's, two more games than you've lost, roughly, which yeah, is also with halflings. All about the last two tournaments I've been to. <laughs> <laughs> I blame the bent rule sets. Yeah, oh, completely. Whoever designed those rule sets. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? We don't. No one knows. We'll never find out. Anyway, we should probably finish that's up. us. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you probably have already said it, but enormous thanks to everybody who supported our little T-shirt campaign. Yes, definitely. definitely uh, yeah, we. I do believe shirts are being either printed tomorrow or being shipped tomorrow. So that's exciting. And they are flying yeah. off the virtual shelves. Well. We we did we did better than I thought we would with them. I have to say, I, I was quite pleasantly surprised by the amount we sold. I mean, it wasn't a, you know, a huge amount, but it was more than I thought. It was more than ten. It was more than zero, which is, let's face it, more than we thought. Yes, I think because <laughs> there were shirts and hoodies and stickers, and we sold I think sixteen items. So that's sixteen of it could be any mixture of those, but the majority of them were shirts. And I know we saw at least one sticker, but I was just really amazed. And it was, yeah, it was, it was just, it was quite, um, I don't know, flattering, I think, to think that people would want that. I'm really, yeah, really chuffed. And we used that money pretty much entirely from the shirts to buy the microphone for Merrick. The microphone that I've got was, was um, donated. Thank you again, Squiggy. I do believe, by the way, the Rebel League, the, one of the biggest online leagues for PC, is actually actively recruiting at the moment, if I'm not mistaken. I probably am mistaken now I'm saying it. So do check them out. R-E-B-B-L. Look at them. They're awesome. Um, so that's two microphones in in a couple of weeks after we started actually asking people for, to give us their money, which is... I just I think it's amazing. It's humbling. But that's it? pretty decent, yeah. Yeah. Thank you, everybody who has helped us. You're brilliant. 
and it means you can hear my you can hear my dulcet tones like this. Hello. And Deep and bassy. On that slightly disturbing note. <laughs> but look how clear all the clarity. It's rumbly, nice. rumbly. It's like being on on Classic FM. I don't know how they do it, but whenever you listen to them, their voices are so like they sound like someone's computer generated them to be like perfect radio voices. They're all like, and that was box blah 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 blah. You know what I mean? Have you ever listened to uh, Block and Roll when he's on the radio? Yeah, I heard him by mistake. I just I was like, I recognise this voice. <laughs> then it was him. He does exactly the same thing. He has a very well, obviously he has a very good radio voice, as you would expect. It's his job. Yeah. Shout out from podcaster radio. Not that he needs a shout out. <laughs> I, I think he has quite a few anyway. He should give us a shout out. He should. Hey, Block, if you listen to this, which I don't think you do, mention how great we are on your radio station. <laughs> I'm we sure did. the crossover between our fans and your fans is, you know, it's very clear cut. We did once bully him into playing Walk the Dinosaur on breakfast radio. <laughs> what the hell is Walk the Dinosaur? Do I want to know? Yes. It's Walk the Dinosaur. Okay, for anyone who is not aware, Walk the Dinosaur is a classic piece of music that everyone should know. Uh, just go <laughs> just go Google it. It'll be on YouTube. It's brilliant. Uh, yeah, okay. And because it's not Blood Bowl, I'm not singing it. Oh, but we I like singing on the podcast. Ever since Glowworm said that he thinks I should sing more. I mean, those weren't his exact words, but they pretty much were. I think we should sing more on the podcast. He may not have said those words exactly, though. I mean, or really any of them. But the impression was there. We've sang today a bit, me and Merrick. We sang the theme tune for um, Malcolm in the Middle. Anyway. Yes. Anyway. <laughs> I'm tired. I'm sorry. I've had On a long that day. note, yeah. I'm <laughs> we very, should probably I'm... do the outro. I'm very oh, tired. Right. I'm just trying to think if I've got a shout out to anyone else. I can't remember. Duncan's Dice is still going. Go check them out. They've released some of their stretch goals on the Kickstarter. The Casualty Dice. Ooh. Google Blood Bowl Casualty Dice. He's released some of the art cards, which are start of the stretch goals. So you win like a card to see whether you've used your apothecary or not. So go see him. Um, Rebel League. I think that's it. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, we're done. Hey. So... We... Shall I do the outro? Because oh. I've actually been here for the whole episode. Are you the only one who's been here the whole episode? Yeah. Well, well no, you know to what? be fair, Matt could fine. do it as well. I could I do it, but I'm tired. I'll be quiet. It's got to be two parties, though. Uh, okay, so so this episode, uh, what we talked about, we have talked a little bit about metagaming and a little about uh, the, the NAV ranking system and the effect of some slightly weird tournaments. Uh, we firmly include Elf Olympics in that as a weird tournament. And we How spent some time you, talking. <laughs> then we spent some time talking about orcs. Orcs are fun. Orcs are lovely. Don't use the thrower because he sucks. Purely Ooh. armor nine. Orcs are designed to be armor nine. Don't worry about anything else. Uh, we talked about the orc Varag, who is just amazing, brilliant. And He's incredible. Then we talked a little bit about leader. I think we kind of decided it's probably best in tournaments. And the most important thing, of course, is that Alex lost Bloodlusters again. No. Absolutely. Priorities. Half of the course. I'm <laughs> going to start tilting soon. So, we have been anything but a one.
I ain't doing it. <laughs> really? Really? That, that was going so well. Uh, why did you have to come back on, Alex? <laughs> so I'm going to try this again. We have been anything but a one. Man, go fuck yourself. I'm not doing it. Guys, <laughs> we're, giving, we're giving you the opportunity because you don't normally get to say no, the second I was told, I was basically told that you didn't want me anymore, so you can do your own bloody outro. Would you like to do the outro? Would it make you feel better? No. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to do the, the, the we've been anything but a one bit? No, it's all right. I I like the idea of not doing anything. Okay. Feel you're ruining the tradition. <laughs> Fine. We've been anything but a one. What could go wrong? There we go. Got there in the that end. That natural right? order has been restored. <laughs> and just so you know, Alex, the yes, the way walk the dinosaur goes is: open the door, get on the floor. Everybody walk the dinosaur. You know I'm not going to cut that out.